A secret weapon to use on his birthday. He gets involved with gangs and discovers that it is exactly what he wants. Batman learns that he has been abducted from his past and is merely a series of stories related to justice. Batman isn't paid to destroy crime corners. He is actually attracted to the crimes and also the penguin. The penguin begins to fall in love with guns and with gangs all over Gotham. Batman is destroyed. Batman must join the penguin. He loves him a criminal. <laughs> And it goes on for a couple more paragraphs. Beautiful. It's the most random, like, predictive text-generating robot Batman story. It's fucking hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Hi there. It's Tardy to the Party, a pop culture podcast where Bill and I, Daniel, fill our pop culture holes with things we missed the first time around. Uh, hey, Bill. Hey, what? It's been a year we've been doing this fucking thing. This is our 52nd episode. I, I didn't fucking. I don't want to be all like, I can't believe we lasted for a whole year, but part of me thinks, I can't believe we lasted for a whole year. Well, especially because uh, this isn't just a normal pop culture po podcast where we're just talking about what happened during the course of the week. We actually have to, every week we have to watch something or read something or do something. You might say this is a timeless podcast. Yeah, this is just mm, Well, actually, so you know, compared to a lot of other stuff. <laughs> This because it's not current events. Mm. I mean, in the future, this old shit that we're tackling will be even older, but it's, still, at least... It's timeless in that nobody wants to spend any time to listen to <laughs> Exactly, it. yeah. It's not like we're just sitting here talking about Miss Cleo being dead or anything like so that. So before we get into what you picked this week, yeah. let's talk a little bit about past year. What was your favorite thing oh, we're gonna we go, did? We're actually going to go into it. Yeah, why not? Man. Maybe we'll actually, do this you know every what? year if this we make Batman another stuff. Year. Yeah. Was actually really cool. Mm -hmm. With spoilers, we're talking about Batman the Animated Series today. The longer form stuff, even though it was the most time intensive, has been some like the Yoshi's, the video game stuff we've mm -hmm. all done, the Yoshi's mm -hmm. Islands, mm -hmm. uh, Final Fantasy VI, Silent Hill 2. Mm -hmm. um, just because, I mean, I love video games as much as I love movies and stuff yeah. like that. And the, I had a really fun, despite, you know, the, the, yeah, exactly, those projects being so time intensive, they were really fun. Is um, nice and rewarding, and it's actually been he great to hear your opinions and stuff I've, I've seen before, and I really love, like, Citizen Kane and Frankenstein and things like that. Uh, it's It's been pretty cool. Is, so is Batman your favorite, or is Space Jam your favorite? <laughs> Space Jam... That, that's, again, this is, this, is, this is proof that this podcast works, <laughs> in that I should have, by all rights, hated the fuck out of Space Jam. Mm -hmm. And I love... I need to go back and rewatch it again just to make sure I just wasn't <laughs> like having low blood sugar that first time I watched it. But that, that is, it was surprisingly fun. I it, it almost makes up for the tragedy that was what's the one we hate so much? Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria, which by all rights, do you think I would have loved that thing? But it mm -hmm. turns out to be the worst thing we've ever watched. Or Space Jam, which should have been the worst thing we've ever watched, was actually not a great film. But <laughs> way more entertaining than any right to be. Uh yeah, what's 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 been been your favorite stuff? Uh, I still really liked uh, Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. I really am kind of surprised. Because it's such a slight movie. Oh, man. And so much <laughs> of it is you've already seen in pop culture. There's not much there <laughs> new to explore with Frankenstein. What What do you think the most forgettable thing for oh you was? God. Whatever we can't remember right now. Well, I know. Actually, I have the I list in up? front of me. Okay. Um, you like the fifth element a lot. <sighs> was that one of the first things we did, too? That was up there. Um, going to play. Oh, no. Oh, that's where we did Little Samson, and that was really, really... Fucking Moonwalker? <laughs> Moonwalker. Oh, Lion in Winter. Lion in Winter was which, actually surprisingly good. Which film Mother do you... Treasure Island. Have you... Babes in Toilet. 
<laughs> it was a little bit slog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, uh, oh, we did Mystery Science Theater 3. You know what? That you. Because they even brought back, like, the, they had the whole Kickstarter, and mm. I'm super glad Are you going to justify did. it again? Thank you! <laughs> because again, I've I've always been a diehard Mystery Science Theater three thousand fan, but I, again, for nope, people you who sure haven't. That, you sure you can't say <laughs> that I if missed. you avoided all of the second half. I missed that whole sci-fi era, so I was glad to catch up. And so I'm a diehard yeah. Mystery Three Science Theater three thousand fan, the even though Mystery I avoid. Fuck you, just, you piece of shit. I mean, they just announced <laughs> this week that they're bringing back Bobo and fucking brain guy and because we we we, we watched those later episodes mr science theater 3000 i knew now had context for that announcement that they're bringing back characters from that era of mr science theater 3000 and then, like i said we did a fistful of dollars yeah what <laughs> man this is only within the last year i could see all the old dark house i remember did you, you didn't care much for that no oh god i don't know if this is necessarily a great podcast listening but Animaniacs? What, what do you? Th- we did Animaniacs. <laughs> we did. God what, damn. What um? Citizen Kane. What are you most? Oh, likely- Magnificent Ambersons. That was our third episode. That was a slog. Yeah. Ugh. I what- can't believe we've actually survived that long. Yeah. Our first episode was August seventeenth. That's at least that's when when it went live. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm glad to be wrapping up this year with such a relatively good thing that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, especially because if we're going to spend a lot of time doing one single episode. Uh, we did Batman the Animated Series. We watched Batman the Animated Series. Not yeah. the whole thing, but I did go online and uh, found a bunch of best of episode lists yeah. and kind of accrued like about two dozen episodes. Uh, I didn't actually pick all the episodes that I saw listed, but the ones that I saw most consistently listed. Yeah, I can think of some like big ones that you didn't do. <laughs> yeah, which actually I tried to go back and fill in a couple holes even after I quote-unquote finished watching our list. Yeah. Uh, like I, well, I looked up the Nostalgia Critics. Uh, list, list of yeah. best Batman episodes, and so I like watched a couple of those. I missed the baby one. I did c- watch the trial one. The baby ones with the actress, the baby doll. Did you see that one? Yeah, well, I've seen, this, no, I've seen all of them. I grew up cartoons, on them. Yeah, this is when uh, Batman the Animated Series was first on. Uh, again, this is another thing where it came out in the nineties. Nineties kids love the shit, but I was an adult. I graduated from high school. I was and working you know a full time job. If if this era of the internet has taught me anything, it's that adults hate stuff that's meant for children. Yeah. All the Steven Universe fans. I know, exactly, All the My Little yeah. Pony fans. Jesus they're all Christ. children. That's the infantilization of the culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was probably at work when Batman was airing. There, yeah, that's, <laughs> there you go. So that, 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 that's my excuse for not uh, watching Batman the Animated Series back in the day. But uh, I had caught like two or three episodes when it was first on. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God. I did catch the episode. We're going to go into very specific detail about a lot of these episodes uh, very soon. But, but not um, super specific. I, did I didn't catch, write down any notes. Yeah. Uh, I caught, the, almost got him, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a really cool episode back in the day. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where back in the day I was like, oh, okay, I can see why people are freaking out about this show. But then I also saw the one where Catwoman gets turned into a cat, yeah. which is so fun. I was like watching that because I'm like, what the fuck? And like, she's going to have to go fuck a tiger or something like that? <laughs> I'm like, maybe uh, people, fu- maybe you got tricked into watching the one good episode of this, mm. and maybe like some other one random episode, and that's all the Batman I ever saw back in the day. But enough, I like really appreciated the art style and everything about yeah. it. And even back in the day, Harley Quinn was already a big character that everyone seemed to be talking about and things. But yeah, like, I, you um, didn't, did you watch? I, I, you didn't have him on the list at all. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any Riddler episodes? No. Uh, even looking in the Batman, you, I've you, got. The, s- you didn't watch any Penguin episodes because the only one you had was the I almost got him. Yeah. It was kind of just a 
He's, one of the, he literally one has of like the three lines during the whole episode. Yeah, I didn't see any, any Penguin episodes. Didn't see any Joker, uh, Riddler episodes. He didn't see any Joker what? episodes. <laughs> Fuck the Joker. The Riddler. <laughs> I obviously missed some basic episodes because suddenly, like, about two-thirds of the way through the show, uh, Robin shows up after being nowhere. Well... And then the yeah, second you Robin also, you shows also up, you picked and choose. So well, exactly, you yeah. missed his whole backstory. Out of and like a hundred episodes, I like picked like twenty five yeah. episodes. I only saw a quarter. So you of missed a lot run. of intros and shit. Which it's fucking Robin. Who gives a shit about yeah. Robin? I was like, it's, spoilers. And I you think didn't have any his scare- parents probably died at the circus, yeah. right? You yeah. didn't have any scarecrow episodes. Well, no, I th- it wasn't officially on the list, but I did watch like the first like two or three episodes just to see what how the series started, mm. and what, like the second episode is a scarecrow. So did you watch episode. the Man Bat episode? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's okay. the first one I actually did watch. Even though I guess technically that the Man Bat episode was the first one produced. The first one aired was it's a cat. I think it was Catwoman's yeah. first episode, which I didn't see any Catwoman episodes except for Catwoman woman showing up at the end of Almost Got Him. Yeah, and so yeah, just one of my first notes when I first started, started watching the first couple episodes was you gotta love any cartoon with such great title cards. Mm-hmm. Again, just yeah. showing that love and attention to detail they poured into this cartoon. It's just the fucking fantastic and it doesn't title say, cards. And like, it doesn't say Batman anywhere. There's no credits or I, anything I on top of that. that. At no point does it say Batman in the animated mm-hmm. series or anything. Because you, well, it does later when it's Batman and Robin. They had like a logo. Oh, uh, we'll talk about. Man, this poor the show takes a weird turn towards the last like third of it. But, um, but even the title cards, I love that they didn't even like necessarily. It's not just even like a still from the episode, but they made custom art for each title card. Yeah, and it's usually some kind of like abstract image that kind of like is a summation of what's well, that was kind in the of episode the, or the tone, that was but it's what not Warner Brothers was doing at the times. Animaniacs is the same way. Oh, did Freak they did? Freakazoid was the same way. Okay. Uh, Tiny Toons is the same. Yeah. Uh, and some there's some other stuff that has the same kind uh, of thing. Do you want to borrow the Batman animated series uh, art book that I have? I don't know. We'll see. Because it's actually kind of relatively hard to find. I just spent a couple bucks to actually get that. But mm. they and it's not just an, an art book, but they actually it's 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 written by Paul Dini, and there's actually a lot of text in there. It's as much a making of as mm. much as it's an art book. And he does talk about how so many of the people from Batman came out of uh, Tiny Toons. Yeah. In fact, to the point they actually slip in. There's a lot of episodes where someone will be in the background reading a Tiny Toons. Yeah. Comic there books, was which I thought point... was cute. I don't remember which episode it was, but somebody, some, a whole group of people were screaming and fleeing. I think it was the second clay, uh, face yeah. episode. I only saw one And clay some face lady, episode. like, and he saw two because it was a two-parter. Well, then. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you should be a lawyer. <laughs> but, uh. You're not wrong. Like, though, a lady, yeah. like, screamed and ran out of the theater, and yeah. it looks so much like Animaniacs. I'm like, wow, oh, really? that is the same animation studio. Yeah. Like, sometimes the animation is just like, almost oh, the, man, that I is Animaniacs Almost the point where maybe they kind of, like, needed, like, random, like, maybe they just cut and pasted some animation from any yeah. Animaniacs into this. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the other thing, too, because everyone remembers, I always heard so much about how great the animation in this show is the character designs are great the backgrounds are great animation not so hot the in terms well, of the actual movement and stuff which that, it was it, a cheap it also produced... depends on which one you get like there in, are, in yeah. the clayface episode the second half when he's it's terrible it's like it, it turns <laughs> when, into it's it's <laughs> when he's it's in just... that control room freaking out okay i'm glad we're, we that it shit looks like is an anime awesome. film it looks like yeah it's, it's... tetsuo and in canada in yeah it's... right up in there it's almost like they spliced in it's footage like they, from another cartoon. It's like they were like, this is our time to shine. Well, even the Clayface stuff, even the his, his moving and stuff like that is so... Which is great, because Clayface is a character totally, like... If they didn't even create him for the show, it almost seems like they would have had to create him for the show, because he's such a great subject for animation, because yeah. it's his character and turns into slime and moves and t- transforms and stuff like that. You did miss out on some of the nuances, not watching stuff in like order. Yeah. Like, you started with, or at least the shit you... 
had me start with. Yeah. Uh, you started with Two Faces, like origin story. Yeah, but, just because it's one of the first ha- big episodes. Yeah, but yeah. they had been setting up Harvey Dent. For well, that's the nice thing because at least that. I went off. So you didn't have any bit. connection for with well, Harvey Dent. He shows up like. No, he shows up in on leather wings. I, yeah, because, but I didn't have that on my list. Well, exactly. The list I gave you because I did like fill in a couple. I watched a yeah. couple extra at the beginning. I did get to see him show up like oh, two okay. or three times before he did turn. And do you know? It's, man, and that was great. This I is going to be a big, huge discussion about the cast in this in the show. <laughs> yeah. But do you know who Harvey Dent is? Yeah, I, the first time <laughs> he opened his mouth, I'm like, "Is that Bull from Night Court?" Because <laughs> it just sounds like Bull from mm-hmm. Night Court. And I'm like, who, "That really he, is a tr- Richard Mall." Yeah, yeah, Richard Mall also does the Bat Computer's voice. <laughs> oh yeah. It's yeah, I, that's I love a, Richard Mall, man. Ah, fuck Richard, fuck it, that guy. Mwah. In that art book, more, they have a, like shit. when they were there was an episode called The Trial where all the uh, villains at Arkham Asylum put Batman on trial. So one yeah. of the few episodes aside from like Almost Got Him, where you have like a bunch of villains on screen at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so there's a photo from the uh, recording session. It's one of the rare times they actually had almost all the villains in the in the room together at the same time. So it's a cat, you know, it's Mark Hamill and Richard Mall's like got a graying beard and he just looks like kind of like making an evil face and it's just like I fucking love have you seen you know, all the horror films that Richard Mall's in uh, maybe one of them because he's in some he's oh he's what's the name of the it's on oh god it's free on YouTube there's a movie where he stars in where he's uh, a he's an evil wizard who possesses a computer okay it's called like Hell Computer and it's from like 1984 um, and it's fucking fantastic and I was like 10 years too young to be watching Night Court <laughs> I didn't get <laughs> yeah. half the jokes, but I fucking loved Night Court. Night and Court. I, Bull was my favorite character on that show. Uh, we should just can we just do a Night Court episode? <laughs> well, I guess I know we both watch Night Court. We both love uh, Night Court, but yeah, man, Richard Mall's supposedly in the house movies. Sure. What? Oh, I should not be looking. Okay, okay, I should not be googling Richard Mall movies. <laughs> but yeah, no. what? Okay, yeah. Computer movie. Well, he damn good. Harvey Dent, Two Face. You, you think that's your favorite character in terms of no. the voice acting and stuff? No. No. Rajal Ghoul. Uh, you know what? I was watching that with Dylan. And it took us for because uh, we, we 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 both knew we recognized that. Well, we both knew we knew that voice. So yeah. We couldn't recognize exactly who it was. Mm. And so, yeah, one I, of you was like, "He was a Klingon." The other one's like, "He's a Kardashian." Yeah. Not a Kardashian. Kardashian. Like, Kard- that's even better. <laughs> Kardashian. They fucking hell. They pull back the curtain to reveal their great great grandpa, and it's him. But it's all he's got like this shitty orange Southern California tan, and he's like, "Wait, how's it pronounced?" Hello, Kanye West. How's it pronounced? Card- it's Kardashian, but oh, okay. On, in Star Trek, it's Kardashian. It's Kardashian. Yeah. that's what I meant. Well, how's that one pronounced? Because like, there's um, no way to, I'm gonna pronounce that correctly anymore. Fucking. I love everything. This the, man, Batman is such a great mix of just I'm, stupid. I'm bullshit. surprised because you kind of sounded lukewarm on it when on, you were tweeting about it on Twitter. Yeah, oh, just because it's ridiculous. And there's like <laughs> there's a dumb episode. And you know what? The it's funny because the one Raj Raj Raj, Raj Al Ghul. Raj Al Ghul. That one episode he shows up and it's not very good. It's one well, of my least favorite ones. Even it's though it's once got, again, it's, a it's two, got one of the biggest scopes. It's a two parter. Yeah. So it's two episodes, and there's technically it's like you Batman technically watch the third one. Oh really? He shows yes. up before that. He, the the uh, Jonah Hex one. Oh, I did see that one. Too. Yeah, Dude, was that on our list? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Jonah Hex. That wasn't a very. No, that was not a good episode. It's not, I mean, I, it's got a great. I like, love the set piece. Oh yeah, yeah. we do. We should talk about it. All right. Uh, um, see, what do you have to say about the the Two Face episode of anything? Is it a good setup for? Um, I see, you, know. you mean the one where he actually turns? The, yeah. The the the, 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 the actual. Uh, yeah. The is it two just called Two Face? One and two. Yeah. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah. No okay. notes about it or anything. 
Uh, I, I, I have notes on it in a bit. Well, I was going to talk about just in terms of, like, overall uh, serious okay. stuff before we get into specific episodes. All right. Um, also, their weird time setting for this, aside from the art design and everything like that, um, I'm really surprised they got this through where uh, I, I'm, I am shocked that the studio didn't force them to make it a contemporary show yeah. or make it look like the Tim Burton movies. Well, I love that it's this, it takes place in this world where it's simultaneously you have... Uh, old-time black-and-white television, everyone's listening to old-timey radios, but there's, but there's also lasers and computers yeah. and atom bombs, mm-hmm. and it's just a it's great a hodgepodge of shit. Well, it yeah. was this weird time for Warner Brothers Animation where they were like, do whatever the fuck you want, yeah. make just make it good. But you can tell that the studio started to butt in near the end That's, because yeah. they wanted, got to, some what was about it? They wanted to do an episode with like only Harley and Batgirl or something. I don't remember. It was gonna be Black Canary, Black Canary, and yeah, Catwoman. I think yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and I they were the like, same anecdote, "Where's yeah. Robin?" Yeah, and Robin, they're like, "They're like, no, kids connect to Robin. He has to be in every episode." And uh, as somebody who was the right age bracket at the time, I'm like, "Fuck you! I don't give a shit about Robin." This is one of the worst misconceptions that old, uh, uh, that non-creative adult people have. Is they assume that kids can only identify with something if there's another kid in it. Barely any kids are ever like, yeah, I'm Robin. They're always like, I'm Batman. Supposedly, why they added a short round to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom because they didn't like some like one of the producers didn't think like kids identified how? enough with Indiana Jones. So they're like, we'll have a kid that kids. How? No, kids don't want to be short. How kids many shows? Be Jones. How many shows have been straight up ruined by adding a kid on it? But they they do it. <sighs> Fucking. Uh, they did it on for one season and regretted it horribly with Married with Children. Was there a kid? Yeah, like a little like, kid. Yeah, seven. Oh His name God. was Seven because he was <laughs> he was pe- like Peggy's cousin's oh kid God. or something who was Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, was her the father. Um, <laughs> okay, I didn't watch like that Seven much was on Married of Children. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio on Growing Pains. Yeah, well, uh, they always end up as like, especially if the show starts with little kids and the kids grow old. That's they so, have to bring it back like some eight year old. Yeah, that's so Raven on the the Cosby Show. Yeah. And I'm sure was there's a ton of others. Yeah. Um, well, they did that like even on the Brady Bunch. They brought like Cousin Oliver or something yeah. that came in. Because yeah, they yeah. wanted like a little buck-toothed little yeah. kid to be like, I love to. And people unanimously have never said, that was, was a good addition. I barely <laughs> saw Robin in this. Was Robin any good when he showed up? Though? He was all right, depending on the episode and the writer. I thought Robin was an older kid, but like there must they must have done both Robins. Because I saw one episode yeah. where Robin shows up, and he's a little bit older than I thought he was going to be. Once they switched and to then, WB, they made Robin Nightwing. Yeah, so that's the thing. One episode, Robin shows up as Nightwing, but then I saw another episode where there's, like, 10-year-old Robin. Yeah. Like, Tim Drake Robin. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, God, he's, like, a because, little, little kid. It's because okay. Because well, Fox had a huge <sighs> series of a list, a long list of shit they wouldn't allow. No child endangerment. No no yeah. blood. No, uh... I do, like, yeah. no No enemies that can use fire. All yeah, of this shit. Yeah, they couldn't use Firefly until yeah. they went over to the WB. Yeah. Oh, well, so that's one of the big things with the production history of this. So when... Uh, Batman the Animated Series got picked up. They got picked up for 65 episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, that's from a production point of view. It didn't air as one at one season, but from a production pr- perspective, that was the first season yeah. was 65 episodes because that's the minimum you need to go to syndication. And so that's why it, they got so many uh, clearance for so many episodes because they knew that like even if the show wasn't very good, at least they can sell it to syndication. That's how most television shows really make their money in the long run. And so when that 65 episodes were done, they said, okay, yeah, that's when I guess the show got, is that, 
I think that's when it got shifted over to the WB, where they said, we'll keep on producing this, but it's going to go to another network. Yeah. And that's when like everything that. changed. And that's when it turned into the well, Batman and Robin adventure. That happened with well, a bunch of shit, because... because WB started their own network right in the middle of all yeah. this thing. And then they were like, eh, we'll just put shit on our own network. But that's when they changed all the designs for the characters, too, because they yeah. also cut the budget, I guess. And so they needed simpler character designs mm. to draw, which is funny, because when Batman and animated series first started, according to that art book, one of the first things they got shit for was because the character designs by Paul Dini, uh, no, by Bruce Timm, were so stripped down and everyone thought it looked too cartoony and they're like, we're making a cartoon. <laughs> and it's funny that when the, the, the show got bumped to another network, there was a uh, demand to make the characters even more simpler, even mm-hmm. though the original complaint from Fox was like, these character designs are too simple. And Paul Dini was like, no, they're simple because the the, the less, less time you spend on superfluous detail, the, the it's the faster yeah. and better you can animate let's, the characters when there's less detail. Let's compare this animation to the the X Men cartoon that yeah, was on. And he's specifically talking about because Paul Dini had worked on. He was a character a designer and animator for like the real Ghostbusters cartoon mm. and stuff. He was pointing out, yeah, the more fussy shit you put on a cartoon character, the worse it's going to look because the animators have to spend that much more time, like all the folds of the clothing. No, you just strip down the characters, and hopefully the animation will be better because it, you know, it's big bolder strokes. You don't have to worry about all the like extraneous detail, yeah. which. Again, there there's some there is some good animation in this series. Yeah, it's absolutely. not consistent, but but then no cartoons back then were. Yeah, but like it's such unless, a great graphic style. Just like all the characters yeah. have really nicely, unless it's consistently silhouettes. bad. Yeah, if it's consistently bad, then it's consistently bad. But you're never consistently. Good. I did see they did fire one of the animation houses because yeah. all the stuff they kept on getting back was consistently bad. I wonder if that's um, the one that I noticed where. Uh, you couldn't have seen yeah. it in SD, but there's a point where Bruce Wayne is looking straight ahead, and one of his eyes is pointing straight <laughs> up, and one's pointing straight been. ahead. Well, that's one of the things. You only have so many budgets. How so much? Like, money. how do you fuck that up? He's got two <laughs> dots eyes. for eyes. That's not a cultural difference. That's not a language problem. Exactly. Well, I know, like, TV shows only have so much of a budget to, go, like, retake and reanimate stuff like that, so there's... But it was a single panel. He was just standing that... there staring straight was ahead. Was he even moving? No. That's even worse when there's this static. There, you could like, yeah, they could have traced over the negative, yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah, they could use some white out. They were like, eh, it's SDTV, nobody's yeah, gonna notice, shit, yeah, it's for kids, who gives yeah. a fuck, but um, yeah, so I started with the episode Leather Wings. So, well, you didn't watch it specifically for this, no, time, but I remember though. it. Um, here, yeah, I, I apologies for reading straight off my notes, but I have a lot to say about this stuff. Uh, I was amused that it was the very first episode, is wow, blah, blah, blah. I'm amused that the very first episode is about Batman fighting the Man Bat. It's doubtful Man-Bat would have been interesting enough to warrant his own episode after you've introduced the rest of Batman's role gallery, which is true. I don't know about Does that. Does he ever come back again? Yeah, he comes back, I'm pretty sure. Like, as an actual voice character, or just, like, in the yeah. background? Because yeah. it's, like, his whole thing is, like, he's just actually a bat. There's not, like, he's yeah, not really tortured You'd be or surprised like what nuance. Oh, yeah, because being a human bat is fucking, <laughs> saying, it's not tortured at all. Not he's like, got a pretty easy life, all things considered. There's not a there, other than just he turns, <laughs> he's essentially a werewolf, but he turns into a bat. Uh, he's gonna and nobody's been able to mine anything from being a werewolf. <laughs> um, I also uh, other note is uh, also the episode cl- cutely plays against expectations when it's revealed that the Batwing thing teased at the beginning of the episode isn't Batman. Turns out to be the Man Bat, which is kind of nice because even I, me watching this cartoon, I was like, oh yeah, just we know it's called Batman. There's a big bat thing flying around. Okay, we get. Oh, I was like, oh no, it's actually Man Bat. It's yeah, actually the villain. Of it. I was like, oh, even from the get go, I'm like, oh, very very clever. Mm. One, one point to Gryffindor. Yeah. You win. And uh, yeah, and Harvey Dent shows up for two seconds in that very first yeah. episode. 
And he opened his mouth and I'm like, I'm Richard Mall. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird script writing. They yeah. just had him say, I'm Harvey. I'm, the I'm Richard Mall. Japanese animation studio did not know not to just animate his his like outtakes from that recording yeah. session. So, which is funny because he kind of looks a little bit like Richard Mall because he's got the big tall pineapple head. Mm, yeah, he got his weird little sensual lips. <laughs> Man, Harvey Dent lips freak me the fuck out. Whenever he shows up, because it was all like making little kissy lips, like, hello, yeah. hello Batman, how you doing? Hmm. Um, so that's on Leather Wings. Uh, but the next episode I did, did watch and, and make notes of is Heart of Ice, mm-hmm. which is known to be one of the worst episodes. It is. Episode. Everybody hates it. They're like, fuck this bullshit. Yeah, right before we started recording, I put out in. Uh, just asking people on Twitter what their favorite episodes are. It's pretty consistent. Heart of Ice. Yeah. Uh, almost got him. Mm-hmm. It's a, there's consistent like half dozen episodes. Everyone uh, tends to bring up as being one of the first, uh, uh be, being their favorite episodes. And this is one Did of the you, first great episodes. Do you see who does his voice? Uh, fucking Mister Freeze. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Who's it? Oh, yeah. I looked it up. I was reading it last night. He's a dude who played a Klingon on Star yes, Trek. Yes. I can't remember which one, but he played like. Like Commander Kang or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. He's got a cool voice, Hell and yeah. I like they didn't go for a big celebrity voice. Mm-hmm. And I did, was reading some of the trivia about how they were like, "Well, we want you to play as emotionless as possible." And he's like, "Well, that's really boring because I'm an actor, and I want to at least infuse some kind of attitude to it, even if it's not me emoting a lot. I want there to be." So I guess I went back and forth, and you can tell it's not just him just going, "I, I am Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I love a robot, suit. not monitor. But there's a little bit of the pathos to his performance and stuff and the story is great anger behind his voice um it's funny to go back on top of the batman art book uh there's online you can find the batman writer's guide the series bible that Mm -hmm. they first produced for the show before they even started you know creating any actual episodes i think they had only created the two minute teaser before that that they pitched to to the studio just to say hey if we make a batman cartoon this is how we think it looks yeah. and that's when they got the go ahead to, to pick up the series and that's when they wrote the series bible and they talk about mr uh freeze and their idea of what the mr freeze origin story is completely different there's no pathos mm. it's like mr freeze loves cold <laughs> it's just he loves snow so maybe there'll be a fight in the Ar- antarctic or something like that he got hit um, in the face with a snowball when he was really young and he said the this most... is awesome yeah i'm i'm very curious to see what the brainstorm was to like make mr freeze a way more interesting did they does mr freeze i i didn't mr freeze really didn't show up in any more episodes that i saw no, he comes back now and then because he has such a great origin story but there's not a lot to do with him once you establish that origin story other than he shows up and he's like i i to meet you <laughs> um, well that's the only other things because we did do batman and robin yeah and i think i even mentioned it back then when we did that movie that i had heard that they had kind of taken mr freeze's yeah. origin story from the cartoon because it was so good and they used it but adapted it for uh, schwarzenegger and, yeah and it's funny to kind of Go back and watch it now, and you see it's Mr. Freeze with like the little fucking snow globe, man. When he dancing doll, when he fucking kicks that fire hydrant and uses his <laughs> gun to freeze it up there. I'm like, this is still fucking cool, man. It's cool, yeah. This is fucking cool. No well, pun intended. But and I, I, it was. I think it was Paul Dini talking about how the animation studio really went to bat for that episode too, because. Uh, they wanted like the the frosting on his helmet. Yeah, it was, it was a, every frame had to be airbrushed in a very tough. Oh, no. And it just even though he's like, oh. oh, the fact that fucking Batman beats him by throwing chicken soup in his face is a little stupid. I do have to admit that. Where does the chicken <laughs> soup come from? Because I think no, Alfred gives it to him I in a thermos because Batman well, got a cold. I think 
there's a scene where it, like gets robbed of his belt or something like that, but he just has has he literally almost pulls it out of his ass. He's clenching like, it I, between I, I know his where it bat came butt from, cheeks. But where did physically because Batman's like he has a little slot in his cape that he keeps a Superman. <laughs> I just love the idea that many of these episodes, Batman's got some kind of like got a little fanny pack with a little sandwich inside mm-hmm. that Alfred made him right it out. <laughs> it's just, but yeah, that's a little. But mm-hmm. it was. Hard of us. Okay. Um, and then the, I f- still fucking love the line. I'm not going to quote it exactly, but yeah. where he says, I would shed a tear for you if I had any left to, sh- to shed or something I, like that. I love the phrase. Yes. Mm, perfect sound like impression. Henry, sound like Henry Killinger from uh, fucking Venture Brothers. Yeah, mm. um, yeah so, Heart of Ice really does yeah, before, be... before we move on with more episodes, because yeah. uh, we're going to go through various Kinda characters here. Yeah. Um, what about the st- the like set cast that was always there, like Commissioner Gordon, Alfred, Batman? Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. I'm going to shit on their <laughs> You hate Kevin Conroy as, as Ke- Batman? Kevin Conroy's, Kevin Conroy's pretty good. Really? Yeah, he's just pretty good. I, I, you know what? I would probably like him better if I had seen someone else try to voice that same character, like if he had gotten sick and there was like a new guy, mm. and it would be fake Batman. I'd be like, fuck that guy. Where's real Batman? Like the he's fact good. that he'd do, he do a different well, voice for Bruce Wayne and Batman. It's easy to underrate his performance because... Batman, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And mostly it's like, I don't think you know what you're doing. Joker, stop it. You're dumb. And I guess, he has, he, I guess he has dialogue. more dialogue and more room to perform as Bruce Wayne. Um, people kept on pointing out that like he's the first, Kevin Conroy is the first guy to like do separate voices for mm-hmm. Batman versus Bruce <laughs> Wayne. Didn't... But not really, kind of, maybe technically. Maybe he goes a little who, more like this is Batman. Who, who else would have done it? What do you mean? Who else would have? Who uh, else would have done different voices? They're like super friends and stuff like that. Well, yeah, Bruce and yeah, there was always ho 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 ho. Well, we're gonna talk about that kind of shit later too. <laughs> yeah, there's a great. Um, no, but no, Kevin Conroy was good. But maybe, I, yeah, maybe I'm, even right now I can acknowledge that I'm, I'm underrating him a little bit just because. Who would have been a better like? I don't think it was bad. It's not like I'm sitting there thinking mole, Richard <laughs> Mole. Just have him voice all the characters. Yeah. Um, I did see. Uh, the the guy who voiced Alfred for the first three episodes mm-hmm. was the evil emperor from the Empire Strikes Back. Not the same guy who plays the emperor from Return of the Jedi, but when you see when Darth Vader talks to the emperor via hologram in the yeah. Empire Strikes Back, and the dude's like got little evil little monkey eyes. Yeah, that the Clive Revel. Mm. Uh, he was a famous English actor that he did the voice for Alfred in the first three episodes, yeah, okay. and they they kicked him off, and they're like, let's bring in this other guy. He's better. Um, uh, but um. Well, who are you? So you really like Kevin Conroy? Yeah, yeah. Of course I do. He's really good against uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Did you see Tim Curry was supposed to play the Joker? Yeah, he's too scary. Is that was that the excuse? Yeah. Because they just said Tim Curry came in, recorded a couple episodes, and they got rid of him. But they yeah, didn't say they why. were like, this might be too scary for well, little I don't kids. Maybe he was already sick by then or something like that. No. Oh, then again, I guess maybe because he, he was... was doing tons of voiceover during this era. That's true, because he was in, like, Peter Pan and the Pirates and, mm-hmm. like, Dar- Legends of Dark Water and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, Pirates of Dark Water. I could also see Tim Curry not really having a different voice for the Joker. He would just be Tim Curry. A more Hello mini- there. Maybe manic, he laughs. Uh, Tim Curry. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't really wonder what that would sound like, because... Yeah. yeah uh, Tim I, Curry as the Joker I looked a lot. Awesome. There's no, no fucking... It never got leaked or no. anything like that? Oh, the Mark Hamill fucking... I do love the fact that he shows up in an episode as a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then looking well, he at did a, the... he did quite a few like voices that weren't like the uh, isn't at he... least in the episodes I saw he shows up as one other character. Isn't... 
Uh, isn't he the guy in the Mr. Freeze episode? The one that... Yeah. All, yeah. yeah. He's supposed to be a good Freeze. guy. Yeah. He's, he, he's the guy who He's says, not supposed to be a good guy in that episode, <laughs> Well, no, Bill. but he's the guy you're supposed to think is good. He's like, our company, we're a people company. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. Obviously evil, Bill. <laughs> well, I guess they had brought him in for that episode. And he said, hey, I love Batman so much. If you ever need me to, like, voice... If you're ever looking for someone to voice a main character, main villain, I'd be totally down for that. And they were like, oh, we just happened to get rid of Tim Curry. Uh, would you like to do, send an audition tape for the Joker? And they're like, oh shit, he good. Mm-hmm. I feel bad because he blew out his voice for the he. I can't. I can't imagine his voice did not change as a result of spending the last twenty years playing the Joker. Yeah. So when he shows up in a Star Wars Episode Eight next year, it's gonna be <laughs> like <laughs> And he's gonna open his mouth. Use the force. He's done so much work as the Joker. The moment he's gonna open his mouth in Star Wars, everyone's gonna laugh because everyone's gonna. He's just gonna sound like the Joker to everybody. No. Especially now, this voice is a little more gravelly, kind of like ha. No. No. (laughs) At the very least, he can't afford to. If he laughs in that movie, everyone's gonna be like, "Ooh, why did I no?" He doesn't laugh like the Joker. (laughs) You dumb dumb. <laughs> Maybe they just recorded him at home playing with his kids. He didn't realize he was in the recording booth with Joker. Uh, Commissioner uh, Gordon. How about Commissioner Gordon? He's an old dude. Like, oh, it's fuck not, you. He's I a great Commissioner like, Gordon. It's bad. It's just, <laughs> fuck Harvey Bullock, though. Not because the voice actor, but, like, they did a good job making him a despicable oh, son yeah, of a bitch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's, of course, he's a big fat guy always eating donuts. His hair's unkempt. He's like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's such a lazy punching bag, but. He's the guy from Total Recall. Wait, which one? Uh, the construction worker friend that tries to get um the guy with the I got three kids to feed. No, 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 that's that's Benny, the guy on Earth that Schwarzenegger's working with. They're like, don't go to them. Don't oh, fuck really? with your brain. Yeah, oh, I had no idea. And then fights Schwarzenegger in the alley. Cause I am me. <laughs> that's amazing. The I same guess... the same way I knew that the lady from Escape to New York is the lady who plays Catwoman in this. Oh wait. Oh, that's. That's her! <laughs> the titty bitch! Yeah, the titty bitch. <laughs> no, I don't even mean to say that, like, but she, that's what she is, because her whole thing in my titty hangout. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, is her character not, like, actually labeled as titty bitch in that movie? <laughs> oh my god, that's her? Adrian Barbeau? Yeah. Ah. See, I keep thinking Adrian Barbeau was, like, some kind of old, timey 1940s actress. <laughs> and so. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I think Daniel just depth, depth charged a little, <laughs> bit that, a little toot, but um. So I keep on thinking like the lady playing Catwoman in this must be like ninety eight years old. Like, Hello, Batman. Ugh. Oh my god. Um, what the hell were we talking? We're talking no, about the basic cast. No, that's another great thing about this cartoon is that like they cast all these great. I mean, there's some actual professional voice actors, but they did a really good. It's Andre Romano who was in charge of the casting of this. Mm-hmm. She does. She did Legend of Korra and Avatar. She's done a thousand. I don't know. She did Tiny Toons and stuff like that. She's mm-hmm. so good at finding. It's a great mix of actual like professional full time voice actors and finding like actors who are just have an interesting voice and in bringing them in. It's fucking so weird that they've got so many one offs for this shit. That's yeah. In um. Is it Two-Face? I saw Adam Two Ant shows up for fucking Two-Face. Yeah. Germs. You know, is it is it Two-Face? Germs. Germs? Yeah. Who's the side, germs? The side, the, what was it? 
Oh, two face episode. Whatever you're talking about, I have no idea. Where Batman's like punching above him to knock the germs off. Oh, there's him. a germ. Yeah, there's a germ. The germaphobe. Yeah, yeah, who is that? His name's germs. Yeah, that's fucking. Oh shit! His name just <laughs> fell right it's like out of my head. Having two bills talk to each other right um, now. Yeah. The, they have a list at the back of that Batman art book. They actually have a list of all the crazy action. So if you the, if you the, need a refresher, it's right there. The guy who's all about recycling uh, and. Um, Stapler, red stapler. No, and green energy. Oh shit, his name. Just... In what? In what thing? In everything in life. Oh fuck. Oh, it's fucking dude, the fucking guy who drives the fucking sun car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Germs was Ed Begley Jr. That, really? Yeah, for one episode. There must have been. Did they? Did, did they have like a loan shark who all these people owed money to, like on staff at Batman? They said, you know what? You lost fifty dollars on the Broncos last week. We'll, we'll we'll ignore that if you come in and say three lines in this recording booth on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. that's really. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure that's I remember funny. seeing that. It's not that it's that hard to get Ed Bigley Jr. to show oh, also, up or something, but uh, you didn't watch any Scarface episodes, which is the guy with the dummy. Uh, I did show up. He does show up as a kind of background character in the trial episode. That's one of the reasons I also wanted to watch that too, because that didn't include all the villains, and so at least like it had the Riddler show up for two seconds. So at least I got to see a little bit of those characters. And you know who voiced so the I... Riddler? Uh, who? The guy from Gremlins Two. <laughs> the guy who runs the company. Oh, Clamp! Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. He's the Riddler. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I did see, uh, according to the art book, they had the hardest time with the Riddler because the Riddler's such—he's not really good for animation mm -hmm. because, especially for kids, he's yeah. supposed to have these crazy riddles and stuff like that. And it's not really good for, like, you You want an action TV show. You don't want someone just, like, Arr, Arr. And it was hard to do that without him just turning into a parody of himself or essentially just making the same character as he appeared in the Batman 1966 TV series. And so that's why, according to them, they said he only shows up, like, two or three times just because they, they had... There's not much to do with him in a cartoon mm -hmm. like this. So. And, like, Rupert Thorne is John Vernon. <sighs> Which one's John Vernon? I recognized... I knew I, I, I had heard a lot of these voices before. Uh, he's, he's a villain in a bunch of shit. Mm. Uh... Yeah, because I know the voice sounded definitely familiar. You've seen him. In oh, stuff. he's Dean Vernon in yeah. Animal House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Here, let's. You're gonna get the book and go oh, through I it. Got, I got the book here. I paid like fifty dollars for this book. Might as well take advantage of it. Uh, supporting cast. Yeah, they got a ton of just amazing actors. Julie Brown, Lavar Burton, yeah. Bud Court, Tim Curry did actually show up. Yeah. Huh? I didn't see that one. Dana Delaney, Mickey Dolenz. From the from the Ed Asner was in it. Oh I heard Ed God. Asner is a uh, daggett, and I was like, "Oh, Ed Asner, I love you." They had one of the monkeys in this goddamn thing. Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell, yeah. What the fuck? Tim Matheson. Ron, Ron Perlman. Oh my God, yeah, Adam. Well, Adam West. Yeah. That's it. We'll get to that. I in had just you watch that. Goddamn episode. This is this is Billy Zane. Billy Zane showed up. Yeah. Huh. Michael York. Like, it would have been really Apologies easy. for people, us, us It, it would have been really easy for them to just get, like, Jim Cummings or... I know, or, exactly. Or yeah. any of the other guys, or Maurice LaMarche, no. to just come in and do a thousand voices, but almost every character is one voice actor. Do you remember the Z Zantana episode? Zantana. The magician lady? Kind of, sort of. So they say Julie Brown played her. Now, are we talking about downtown, downtown Julie Brown, Brown, or are we or... talking about Earth Girls Are Easy Julie Brown? <laughs> That's my question. Know. I'm assuming it's gotta be... Earth Girls are easy, Julie Brown. Yeah, Adam Ant played Bert in The Lion and the Unicorn. Mm. Henry Silva? Oh, my God. 
Just names that nobody will know. Oh. But yeah, Paul thick, Williams. This thick is cast. I'm is kicking myself that I didn't see any yeah. real Penguin episodes because Paul Williams, the guy, he wrote the music for the Muppet movie and all that shit. Yeah, he's the like fucking two foot guy. He's the guy. <laughs> the two foot he's guy. Fucking great. <laughs> Thomas Wilson is is that Thomas Wilson? Is it Thomas F. Wilson from Back to the Future? That I I cannot tell you. Oh my god, uh, Ron Perlman. Is... Oh, Ron Perlman was Clayface. Yeah. Kate Mulgrew. What? Julie Brown is the Julie Brown from Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, okay. Bob Ito. John Glover. <laughs> Bill's just being amazed. Jeffrey Combs. Oh, Jeffrey Combs shows up in... He's he's Jonathan Crane. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs shows up in a lot of uh, Star Trek. Mm, um, there are quite a few Star, Star Trek people like, involved in this shit. I love this shit. So, also there's a lot of... Uh, I, I guess Renee Montoya? The, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize she actually came from Batman the Animated Series because yeah. I know she's like, I guess she's changed over the years. Now she's officially a lesbian cop. Hmm. That's not like the fact that she's a lesbian is a big deal, but like, well, she's just <laughs> her name big... tag just says lesbian. <laughs> it's that lesbian cop. <laughs> she arrested titty bitch. <laughs> um, wow, sexual politics in the show are just getting better all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she even shows up as a character like in The Dark Knight. I didn't realize she's sh- like I knew she was a Batman character. I didn't realize she came. From- I mean, everyone knows that Harley Quinn yeah. first showed up on this. Yeah. Um, but what the fuck? We're talking. We're going episode by episode. Um, my notes for Heart of Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heart of Ice really seems to be a turning point for the series. The first episode I've seen written by Paul Dini and directed by Bruce Tim. May get may have gotten that revive and it's not afraid to take its time with storytelling and pacing in a good way uh to fill such a simple episode with atmosphere and little details like the little cop yeah, these... getting uh there's a cop at the be- well, summer gleason the reporter yeah, that yeah. shows up in so many of the episodes she's at the beginning she's talking about it's a big heat wave going on in uh, mm-hmm. gotham city and you get to see there's a just a cop in the background just getting hit with a snowball just in the background it's just like a yeah. fun little detail because the heart of ice is not a complicated story it's about a dude who robs a thing batman figures out who is is and his story as to why he's he's stealing the thing is really sad. It's not a complicated story, but like yeah, the atmosphere and the like the fact that for a kids show they were willing to slow things down and just make kind of things kind of sad and atmospheric. It's really cool. I love Man, that. Could you imagine running around in that Batman costume during a heat wave? <laughs> oh my god! I they should have just had him in his tidy whities with like a little baseball <laughs> cap with a fan, motorized fan in the broom. Um, but yeah, Heart of Ice is really. You can, yeah, like that. It feels that's like only what, like a twenty-two minute episode, but it feels like a good. It feels. It feels yeah. a lot more meaty than that. It feels like a mini movie. Yeah, and be, mostly because the story is so simple, but they spend so much time just with the atmosphere and just kind of like letting the story breathe. It's 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 doesn't have that much of a manic pace, and that's another reason why I'm glad I kind of like went off schedule and actually watched a couple extra episodes at the very beginning before Heart of Ice, just so I got like a feeling for the pace of what most episodes would be like. So Heart of Ice kind of felt like a different thing. So that was kind of nice to get some kind of like context there in terms of this how how this episode might feel a little bit different than yeah. some other episodes. how often how frequently watching this going back to the voices just did for I half pop a, a second boner? no watching this did you go who the hell is that what do you mean i know that voice who is that? oh no i, I kept like, fucking constantly happening all the time. <laughs> yeah well no, also everyone's just so damn good though it's not like people would pop up because the voice acting was distracting yeah but it was i'd see the credits at the end go like oh that was fucking well, I guess not Ron Perlman, because that's news to me now that a Clayface was Ron Perlman, but yeah. it was it was very well. It, this You could strip out the uh, the visuals from the show, and I don't know, they wouldn't, you know, because it's a visual show, it wouldn't necessarily work as a radio drama, but you could have t- easily taken the same cast and, you know, it's and a, made a fantastic, fucking fantastic radio drama out of Batman the I, Animated I'm, Series. 
And I don't think, I think a lot of the voices wouldn't have worked with a different art style. Yeah. Well, that's one thing with Andrea Romano. She's really good at casting characters, not just for the personality, but for the art. Like, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, uh, that's why when they change the art design of some of the characters in the latter half of the show, it gets really weird. Just because, I mean, it gets weird too because you're just, you know, used to the characters looking a, a certain way, but... Mm. Yeah, like Scarecrow, like instead of being a kind of a kooky little guy, now he's an actual like walking, shambling seven Which foot tall corpse. Which he should should be. He yeah. should be scary, not just some. Hi, I'm a Scarecrow. <laughs> to be fair, if yeah, you watch new Scarecrow and then jump back to old Scarecrow, and it is like, eh. <laughs> like what is this guy's supposed like, to instill fear on me. How is this guy? It's a guy with a fucking sack. Uh, on one of the episodes I remember is. To be fair, the Scarecrow redesign is one of the redesigns that really works just because yeah. it's so fucking horrifying. Yeah, and yeah. he's got like a noose around his neck and he's shit. He's a fucking zombie. It looks yeah, awesome. it's great. Yeah. Um, but there's in the Scarecrow episode I remember because I think about it frequently. Anytime I think about fear, is yeah. he doesn't because he's fear toxin. He makes people scared. Yeah, but there's one. Move. There's one where his toxin takes away fear from people. Oh no! So Batman's got to deal with like. People oh, everyone just, just being an asshole? Not necessarily being an asshole, like, swinging around a building on, like, a rope because they don't have any fear. They just yeah. were like, huh, I wonder if I could swing around this building on a rope. And, and Everyone's people, acting like and they're like, on YouTube. Yeah, just yeah. citizens being like, you're Batman. I can fight you. I got no fear. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking great. Yeah, it was, does, it was does an he, d- episode. What, does the Scarecrow, like, invent the toxin that just kind of backfires or something? I don't remember the exact plot of it. I, I love... just remember that. Like, sometimes, you know how That's brains work. You'll think of something yeah. and be like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. That's dangerous. But if that fucking fear toxin was in me, I'd fucking kick that cat or something. Everyone suddenly know. gets, like, Dutch bravery. Everyone's, like, yeah. drunk brave. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I can't run across that street. That car will hit me. But if you had no fear, you'd be like, fuck it, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna <laughs> shit. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. They're yeah. all, everyone turns into Leroy Jenkins all Because the sudden. reason you don't break laws and shit is... It's because, yeah, you, you at least, you know... You, <laughs> fear of doing something wrong, you don't per se. You don't want your butthole <laughs> licked in jail. Um, That's actually really clever. That's yeah. really cool. Hmm. Yeah, I like um, the Clayface episodes. Uh, but then we had the you watch. I had, or I don't know if you have one in between, but we watched the Feet of Clay episodes, which is a two parter. Did I did I beware the Grey Ghost on the original list? No, you did not. Oh, th- I told you to watch. So that. beware the Grey Ghost shows up before Feet of Clay. Oh, okay, but we're, we're going in episode order. That's essentially what okay. I, my notes are. So uh, beware the Grey Ghost. Uh, so hey, this is uh, this is where the Great Ghost came from. A uh, poster of him appears in the Oracle's lair in the most recent Batman game. Did you play that? Mm-mm. But yeah, the Great Ghost shows up. Actually, not even just in the Oracle's lair, but in a couple different places. Mm-hmm. Enough where I didn't realize that this was something that I, again I had to Google it, and this is something that originated from Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. This is Batman's inspiration as being a vigilante. Uh, also nice that Adam West provi- uh, voices the Grey Ghost, and that the villain is essentially just an unhinged, filthy bald. <laughs> There's an inside joke for everybody. Which, uh, yeah, which, it's funny because I guess Phil Theobald, friend of the podcast, Phil Theobald, co-host of the Player One podcast, also happens to look like Bruce Tim, which mm. the villain of that episode is supposed to be, is voiced by and supposed to be a character, caricature of Bruce of, Tim, of Bruce Tim the, the, yeah. the, the designer of the show. So. Yeah, that's a, I like that. It's, I like that. I was watching a little doc on this that I guess was on one of the DVDs. Oh, yeah? And they were like, they were talking about this episode and being like, hey, why don't we get Adam West? And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, that's a great idea. And I was like, oh, shit, that was a good episode. <laughs> because you remembered it? Yeah. That's, did, so you went back and rewatched it, right? Yeah. 
why is Batman such a dick to the Grey Ghost at the beginning? Because I thought they were setting up the Grey Ghost was going to be that guy. So this episode is about um, somebody copycatting he, he, some crimes from the Grey Ghost cartoon. That or Batman, that's what he do. But like, so, so you got what, Adam West. What, what, come on, is Batman going to be like, Hi, Grey Ghost. I'm your, I'm your biggest fan. I, I go. I need. I need your help. Oh my gosh, I love you. But this is like okay. Say, say, I love Star Wars. I, didn't I grew see, up watching Star I didn't Wars. See him. Somehow, I decided to suddenly become a real Jedi. Knight. I didn't see him being a dick. I saw it being just more stern. He shows up the Grey Ghost house, and he's he's doing his investigation to see what's going. Why someone's doing copycat crimes from the Grey Ghost's uh-huh. old serial show, and he shows up at the Grey Ghost apartment and sees that the dude's super fucking poor. Billionaire fucking Batman's all like, yeah, I used to be your fan. I used to be. Fuck well, you. Because he, he like, w- walks out a window. That's like, because he wouldn't help him. But he was broken a fan. Like, give the guy a little. Come he on, He brought man, all of his shit back empathy. from, from well, the crazy he kid. He brought, yeah, that's true. He gave it back but to him. But it could have been a little bit like, yeah, I think even before that happens, there may be another scene where they meet, where he's like crossing it's the like window. It's like the same. Don't meet your. he essentially like, goes up to his hero and goes, Fuck you! No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that at all. So I, I thought they agree. were setting up the uh, Grey Ghost to be the villain because otherwise I thought Batman was already suspecting him of maybe being the villain. But mm. no, it turns out the Grey Ghost is a completely innocent victim in all this. Yeah, and at least at the end, Grey Ghost Batman is like Grey Ghost. You're all right. You're pretty Essentially, cool. Essentially, yeah. Okay, you're cool. Um, but still, kind of fucking leave Adam West alone, little bit, Batman. Uh, Fuck you, know. Kevin I don't Conroy. Agree with that. Wait, he must ad lib that. He hate Adam West. <laughs> Oh, um, once again, going back to the voice, we should say that, like, this was a cartoon that was filmed with the cast all together. Really? Yeah, they all filmed in the get, same that room. That makes a lot of sense, because their interactions. Like, most cartoons don't do that. You'll, like, film one person. <laughs> Not that you need Kevin Or Conroy record there. one person, and then have another person record their lines in a different, yeah. completely different area on a different day. That totally makes sense with, like, Harley and, and, like, and the Joker. Like Bob's Burgers. You can tell they're all in the same room together. Because they talk together. over their own lines and yeah. shit. Like, they're, like, laughing at each and other's this, jokes and shit. they yeah. were all sitting in the same room together. <laughs> which makes imagine. a huge difference. Oh, man. I... There's no footage online of them recording any of this stuff, would there? Because I just even know. seeing Hamill and Arlene Sorkin do it. There is some Harley of Hamill Quinn where you be... can see, like, he's fucking bright red, and it looks like his <laughs> neck is about to explode. And somewhere in the airport, they do, do talk about how uh, he was the only one allowed to stand up while recording, because I guess they had, were sitting down in a recording booth whenever they would yeah. record this stuff. Because I guess they were, if they were all together, I'm assuming they must have yeah. been around a table or something like that. But I guess he was the only one allowed to stand. And I could totally see him just being all like, Bleh! yeah, exactly, like neck bulging, fuck and getting all flush and crazy and mm-hmm. oh my god he's probably like wasted like precious life energy <laughs> like he would probably live an extra five years if he had never played the joker just because he expended he's like he's he's like wesley and the princess bride where the the pain machine took one life year of his life away but instead of mark hamill and the joker yeah. um but so that's why all the about? dynamics are so good but we're, Which, beware the ghost or beware the ghost yeah yeah that's a good episode a i good like episode. it i like it how what got you thinking about that episode I just said because they were talking about that episode in the documentary and mentioned that oh, okay, Adam West was in it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Adam West." Yeah, I had literally just finished watching my last episode, and you texted me he like, used "Hey, to be by man." Yeah, which yeah, great. Can you get me under my He's pretty good for you for what he's playing and stuff. Yeah. And it was a cute acting job. Uh, and then Feet of Clay, mm-hmm. uh, fucking fantastic animation in the Clayface two-parter. Uh, anime quality shit in parts, especially There's... when Clayface starts losing his ability to control what he's turning into at the end. Yeah. There's a point like where. It's just a close-up of Harry Dent's face, and he's, like, contorting it, getting angry and shit. It's so well animated. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, you, Yeah, you man. point out there's one scene where someone's, like, 
has her fist on like a control panel that looks really good. There's like one or two shots in particular where it's like, whoa, like mm-hmm. yeah. it looks like the like quality of uh, animation for like the Transformers intro or something yeah. like that, where it's like that mid eighties nineties kind of like mm-hmm. anime kind of like looking stuff. Yeah, they but... did a good job with this episode. What do you think of the actual story? Yeah, it's fine. Because Clay, like I said, Clayface character completely perfectly suited to animation. This story is not that. I do like the the fact that it's a criminal who he's obsessed with face makeup. Yeah. And not like makeup like he's making him, but like fucking like Pawn's cold cream essentially that turns yeah. him evil, which is kind of a goofy kind of twist. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, that's the episode of Germs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah where? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good episode. Okay, but yeah, yeah, it's mostly about the animation and and stuff. And I like the 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 characters. And I, Clay yeah, Clayface's character like, design heavy. is awesome. He's got a little feet, a little waist, and can he shuffle you know, when he walks? Now, this is gonna take forever to get through. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I know that's you what have I'm to, to. Yeah, you have to play. I I never really did the Genesis version because I heard it was way too hard. But you have to play the Super Nintendo version of the Adventures of Batman and Robin yeah. because that is a fucking awesome Batman game. I was looking at something right before you came in. I had a youtube video in the background talking about video games that were technically advanced for their time and they mm-hmm. were talking about at least the genesis version yeah of that the genesis game. version looks is really that good where for like you're like is it like, t- like they're different completely different games oh they are oh okay 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 like it was back in the day when like the it's basically like the the aladdin for the genesis yeah. and super nintendo or same gist but completely different yeah. execution on the same idea yeah like the genesis version had a lot more like ditter shading and stuff whereas okay. the super nintendo so version about... was very flat what did you like so much about this? It was super fluid. The combat was enjoyable. I played through it a ton. Is it like a side-scrolling brawler? Yeah. Oh, okay. Except it's not up and down like a regular yeah, brawler. Why weren't there more good Batman wins. video games in the 80s and 90s? Especially Batman was so popular. There were some. And Well, the fucking Batman Sega CD game or whatever the fuck, where like, you can barely <laughs> no. squat down. No. I guess the games where they were trying to like ape the movies too much, that's where shit fell apart. But yeah. I can see the Batman animated series. Man, why, is the, why don't they bring back fucking Batman now? The shit they could do. There's like, Batman CG, stuff. Not that I want a CG Batman, but if you had the exact same team with like, like today's tools of like being able to digitally manipulate things and just do like, oh man, they could produce... They've got like, that super... Like slender Batman right now or recently? Well, there's Batman Beyond, right? There was That's... Batman Beyond, which is also really good. But you're not show. thinking about that guy? No, it's like. Batman the Brave and the Bold, I think? I did, yeah. Supposedly that's really good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly that's the best incarnation of Batman since the animated series. So there's that. And there's also, like, the direct-to-DVD, whatever you want to say, stuff like uh, Batman the Red Hood, stuff like that. I get it. Beat of Clay. Oh, man. <laughs> you had this real. You looked down at your notes, saw the title of the episode, gasped, your eyes widened, and you looked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Bill. It's did the you show know, that never stops giving. Bill, did you know that Alucard spelled backwards is Dracula? What? <laughs> and that Atkins backwards is Snake? Did you know that, Bill? Actually, I didn't, re- I didn't get that until like two years ago. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Okay, we gotta we gotta it's keep like on going. It's like the wonderment of a child. <laughs> I don't think too hard. My brain thinks get overheated. Okay, next episode is Joker's favor. Nothing interesting happens no, whatsoever. We should keep on going. Real, that guy's hair is dumb. Which it's... so okay. So my only note here is kind of funny how Harley Quinn is just randomly introduced in an episode where the Joker. Oh, where the Joker almost gets taken out by some schlub. I've, okay, so that's what it is. Where like the Joker almost gets run off the road by a random asshole. Yeah, and Joker has to hunt him down because 
like they, they trade credit card information or, or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, and so he's, he's basically political godfather. Was like someday, yeah, I will call you to favor. I do like the only thing he has to do is push like a shopping cart into a party. Yeah. Oh, it's the hold cake. open the door. He has to, he has to hold open the door because Carly Quinn can't hold open the door and push herself inside the cake at the same time. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, this is where Harley Quinn shows up. Uh, according to the art book, uh, originally the, it was supposed to be the Joker in drag, mm-hmm. but they realized it might come off as a little weird, so they're like, well, let's... let's... No, they thought it was beneath Joker Or to something do that. like that, but then they were like, well, why don't we just give him a sidekick that he can bounce off of, and that turned out to be Harley Quinn, and that turned out to be, like, you know, like, the character. Which the show's most popular character. they based it off of some lady on a fucking, like, general hospital or something that, when so she no, dressed like a Harley Quinn. So what happened? Arlene Sorkin was an old friend of Paul Dini's. They went to school together, mm-hmm. and she wound up being an actress, and there was actually an episode. I, wa- I looked this up last night. Just yeah. off the podcast and watch it now. There is an episode where she dresses up like a Harley Quinn for like an episode of General Hospital from like 1985, mm-hmm. and you can see it's the voice actress and she's dressed like Harley Quinn. No, she no no she's dressed like a Harley like a shitty Harley. She's yeah, not like dressed yeah. like Harley Quinn. She's yeah. like she got like a little bit of makeup and a little hat on, but not yeah. not like she's got like a tutu on and shit like that. But you can hear a little bit because she's kind of doing a little bit of the New York accent thing and being a little like, oh, what you doing? Nah, yeah. nah, nah. She doesn't call anyone Mr. J. But man, it's you, can see you know what's there. Interesting about Harley Quinn. Yeah, Harley Quinn's been around for what now? Twenty five years. And oh god, it's almost this, exactly because it's like nineteen ninety one. This yeah. is still the best incarnation of Harley Quinn. <sighs> I mean, there's yeah, it's, like the suicide, not, the suicide fucking movies coming out soon, and that it's coming out like two days after. It looks like this. Eh, yeah. Harley Quinn. Nobody's topped this Harley Quinn in design or. I did be fair. The only Harley Quinns I've seen are the Batman, the Arkham, Arkham games, and and the new Suicide Squad yeah. movie. However, uh, anytime they try to draw her in this costume in the comics, like quote unquote realistic style, it looks like shit. You think so? Yeah, I don't yeah. like it when it's more like. Well, are, anyone are like because Bruce Tim drew some of the comics too. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about with his style. I'm talking are you, are like you, oh, you're just talking like about a like more in the comic, but when someone else takes with, over, yeah, yeah, with a more quote unquote realistic I've ever style. Seen what she looks like when someone else draws her. That's not like yeah. this this production company or like in a video game. They either do a, really. They either yeah, it, it looks dumb. But at least even to if me, they keep her in the same costume, it that's looks what like I'm shit. saying. Oh, okay. in, in this costume, mm. when they draw her looking more realistic, the costume doesn't work. Just like when you see somebody in real life in this costume, you're like, you look dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you look dumb. Well, especially because it's so stripped down in detail, too. I know. It is nice. Look, yeah. That she doesn't have, like, a titty window or anything. It's, it's, it's kind not, of shocking. Yeah. Like, uh, barely any skin showing at all. Here, have you ever seen what the original design for Harley Quinn looked like? Probably. Uh, sing a song while I pull up the... In the art book, um, I guess uh, when... Um, Paul Dini was like, okay, well, we need an assistant for the Joker, and he just mm-hmm. kind of came up with his first idea that uh, he showed it to the rest of the crew, and they were like, this is so fucking terrible, we're gonna have to hide this. We're gonna put this <laughs> in the same file. And so we are like, okay, I'll go back to the drawing board, literally go back to the drawing board yeah. redesigner. Here's what the first version of her looked like. She looks like someone's, like, <laughs> old mom's secretary? I mean, still, no, it's she a looks... woman kind of, like, in a Harley Quinn-themed outfit, but she's got, she like, looks like glasses. If Judy Jetson yeah. dressed like the Harley Quinn. Got, like, or not Judy, big... Jane. Yeah, she Jane got this Jetson. weird wig and, like, these big fucking cat-eye glasses, and she looks... Uh, it's, it's funny, because I never really thought about it's Harley Quinn dumb. being a sexy character. But this is such an unsexy design for Harley Quinn that she really... She looks like she's, like... It sounds like she should be like have the voice of a ninety-year-old, like saying, "Hey, 
Kayamata. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't look like... What's going on, Mr. J? But to be fair, Harley Quinn... Yeah, she sounds like she should sound like uh, Dr. Girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Which, to be fair, that's what Harley Quinn's gonna sound like in 50 years, because yeah. she's got that accent. She just doesn't sound like this yet. Now, she just sounds like this. Oh, hey, wonderful. Hey, Mr. J. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harley Quinn... Oh, it's also weird, because I have seen people get a real big boner for Harley Quinn, which kind of freaks me out, because she seems to be such like an innocence... Relatively really? kind of. She's a horrible person. But she's also so kind of. She's so innocent that she in a later her. episode, she <laughs> s- tells the Joker, you want to rev your Harley. She vroom, does, vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> she does this ghastly look on her face. I'm like, I'm actually. I mean, she's also like in a red negligee when she's yeah. doing it, too. And I'm like, damn. She wants the Joker to fuck her. Yeah. Was that was that was still one of the Fox episodes, right? That's before they even moved to the no, WB that, that where was, they could be a little more yeah, relaxed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That may even be. I, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Harley. I love Harley. Yeah, Joker's favor. Joker's favor. Blah. I do like the idea that, like, the Joker calling on a random schlub to help him out with something. Yeah, he was but, just but such the actual a, plot of the, what's going on the, is... The guy was just... I mean, he was supposed to be not interesting, but the character they designed... I hated his design with the one-piece strand yeah. of hair going over the top. And, but an interesting idea. They actually yeah, it. But, fair. hey, Harlequin's first... Uh, uh, yeah. I should say not Harlequin. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, so, next episode is Perchance to Dream. This is the one I've always remembered. This is mostly just for the ending. It's kind of, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, the whole setup is really crazy. So this is Batman, or Bruce Wayne wakes up, and his parents are alive. Uh He's fucking Selena Kyle. Uh It's pretty much what his, the ideal of what his life would be if his parents were alive. Batman is running around. He's not Batman, Did they ever explain what's going on there? No. Granted, the whole thing turns out to be a fantasy sequence. Yeah, it's nothing. But I didn't remember if even within the in-universe No, he takes off the mask of it, and it's the Mad Hatter. Is that what it is? Oh, and that's when yeah. the actual... Because he ends up fighting Batman on top of a clock yeah. tower at the end. Which, yeah, Batman throws himself off the, off of a clock tower, kills himself, which and get out of the dream. Which I thought was weird. Because, like, he's like, oh, I'll escape from this dream, and throws himself off the clock tower. And they show an animation of him falling. Yeah. But he's not... He doesn't look like Batman should look, where he's like, oh, I'm figuring this out. Like, all stoic. He's like... <laughs> It's like he's like only it was a bad idea the, the moment he yeah. made the leap. He's like, like oh, oh, shit. Flailing through the air. I'm like, no, show him confident that he knows what he's doing. No. He's fucking Batman. No, not not piss- like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like yeah. pissing his pants as he <laughs> plummets to his death. Oh, that's just squealing like a little like a little fucking girl. Going, oh. Now, it is, it is impressive that this and the other, there's another dream uh, episode. that Which I almost got confused for this at the, at the first uh, glance, yeah. That they do manage to pull it off because most times when you're like, oh, it was all a dream. Well, the ending to this, you're always like, fuck you. The ending to the other one is a big whiff. Yeah. Because you can also you can only do it was all a big dream a couple like, you do it twice, you're already pushing it, and then the second time they do it, it's also the reveal that it's all a dream is really just kind of like, well, fuck you. At least in this, the first time they do it, it's actually you know fine. But uh, the how he figures out how it's a dream. Yeah, because yeah. he ch- goes he to try to read. read a book and it's all like squiggly lines <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. And so he... and his parents come in and are like, "Sorry, we never taught you how to read, Bruce." <laughs> He's like, like, "I don't know." <laughs> They're like, "Hey, you want to watch a movie?" He's like, "As long as there's no subtitles." <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the gist is what the left side of the brain is in charge of reading. The left, the right side of the brain it's, is in yeah, charge of like that. dreaming. And so he realized he was in a dream because you can't read in dreams. And I'm like, and it I is... think I've read in a dream before. Well, 
it, I'm kind of weird if... that this doesn't matter here, but at the same time, I guess it works because he puts hats on people that like control their brains with the hat and shit. That's but... a dumb fucking supervillain thing. <laughs> oh, really? The Mad Hatter is a dumb villain. The guy even... based off the Alice in Wonderland who's obsessed with Alice in Wonderland is a dumb for villain. Batman, it's a pretty. He just really into that. That's just don't don't wear hats in Gotham. Just don't stay away from the hats. The nice thing about the Mad Hatter in this issue, I like his character is you design. never see them like. Him and Batman go fisticuffs because Batman will just bonk him on the head and he'll be like, "Oh, you win." Well, that's like half. Well, that's like the thing. We've been but that's fucking. Uh, what's his name? Who's that? Planet of the Apes. Roddy McDowell. Yeah, that's Roddy McDowell. Yeah. Wow, was he still alive then? Nope, he was right? dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Spliced together some, some audio. <laughs> Nope. He did it from beyond the grave. That's what Roddy McDowell when dumb, he talks. Dumb. He's like, do you want to have a sandwich? <laughs> okay, That's dumb. why all of his lines are non Congratulations for the dumbest question of the day. Okay, he did die in 1998. They were still producing the show back then, I think. Oh my Jeez, god. I, lo- I had no idea. that was- I love Roddy McDowell. Again. I fucking love this show. This is great. They, 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 what the fuck? But yeah, anyway, pretty good episode. Really great for the fucking bleak, what the fuck ass ending. Yeah. Because, I mean, the rest, like, you know something's up because, it's, you know, it's such a fan fantasy thing that's yeah. happening to Batman. But, I yeah, I really do appreciate they go there. The ba- Batman tries to kill himself in order to get himself out of a situation. Mm-hmm. So, holy shit, yeah. And also sets up that Bruce Wayne has his father's voice. Yeah, and his father is just him with a mustache. <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck? Did they ever <laughs> Welcome ex- to animation. Did they ever explain how his family got so rich? I don't know. There's nothing, there's never, like, I didn't miss anything where, like, turns out he's, like, an industrialist. No, there's no like episode that. where they're like, here's the history of the Waynes. Well, they mentioned in the art book, they call his dad, like, Dr. Thomas Wayne. Well, I'm he's like, always been a doctor. Has he always been a doctor? Yeah. I'm like, doctors are have rich, you... but they're not, like, like, Microsoft rich. Have you read the, what is the name of it? The Long Halloween or any of those? That no. show? No. Those are like that's one of the big Batman books. I yeah. think it's Mark Wade. Um, I think they took some of the long Halloween stuff and put it in some of the Arkham games, but yeah. yeah. But um, Bruce Wayne's father, who's a doctor, saves like a mobster's kid, takes okay. some bullets out of him and stuff. Oh, that, we'll write that down for a tardy podcast because no, those are good. Idea. Those are good little books. You could actually do some superhero comics. Doesn't have yeah. to be Mouse or anything shit like well, that. Well, yeah. Okay, so that's a chance to dream. Uh, Harlequinade. Harlequinade. <laughs> Harlequinade. Uh, the Joker is an asshole to Harley and has an atom bomb. Whoa, oh, okay. I did not watch that in that order. Okay. I think I may have messed up, because I think that's the last episode produced in the mm. original series run. I have the Laughing Fish next. Okay, which... I didn't oh write gosh. any notes. There are fish that laugh. Well, no, this is... Well, they wait. scream at you. <laughs> no, so no, it just starts off, uh, people are just pulling fish out of the Gotham River... Turns out Joker they have faces. Joker faces. Yeah, nobody wants to eat them. Well, I guess this is based off a comic, yeah. too. Um, but Joker's mad little... because he can't patent them or copyright them. Yeah, so this whole episode fixates on him browbaiting the copyright office yeah. into acknowledging what he... He wants the copyright on the fish, because if you can get the copyright on the fish, mm-hmm. 
he controls the fish industry in Gotham, yeah. which is a really way to leverage any kind of power in Gotham. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna corner all the f- fish power in Gotham. I want that money. How, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much fish are people? Uh, how much? How much of this fish are people gonna continue eating? Fucking after? Gotham loves fish. Uh, fucking, I could see if they were an island and like if this were Japan, maybe this <laughs> you might get away with this kind of plot. But Isn't how Gotham does this resolve itself? Uh, I don't even Gotham's remember. Gotham's New York. There's one episode later. Which granted, Gotham Batman punches the Joker and he wins. <laughs> That's how it gets I resolved. I wonder what happened. <laughs> oh, I well, he does mention later in another episode that he tried to feed some of his Joker toxin to Piranha. Yeah, but that didn't work. Because so I guess they, only works they can't some smile. Fish. Yeah, because yeah. it got the permanent like sad faces. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that is the ending of this episode. Is Batman punches the Joker and he goes to jail. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> then I watched Almost Got Him. Oh, almost got him. Almost got him. A terrible episode. Stupid. It's awful. Total waste of time. It. Everybody hates it. Everyone dumb. Everybody dumb. This is. I one, like. This is again. This is one of the episodes I did see back in the day, and this is a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Batman is dis- disguised himself as the Croc. I like how they don't even try to explain how or why. But or what's I like going that on. Batman is so into it. Like he's <laughs> like, I'm gonna pretend to be the Croc, and I'm gonna be like, I threw a rocket at it's head. Like, he's launching anti PR <laughs> campaign against the Croc. Every, everybody's <laughs> staring at the Croc, and he's like, Oh, it was a big rock. It's like Batman has no respect for the croc at all. As much attention as this episode gets for its format and the fact that it's got all of these villains, mm-hmm. half as much. If you really go onto YouTube and see people talking about what they love about this episode, it's what for that one fucking dumbass joke. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dumb. But it is a great joke. Uh, so yeah, it's a bunch of. Uh, it's most of the Batman villains in a club, which I guess you see the club in a couple other episodes too. Yeah. It's the stacked deck club, mm-hmm. and they're just playing poker. Mm-hmm. And uh, which I do love the reveal where uh, they reveal the characters through their hands first, which is how just iconic the design of all these characters already are that you can totally recognize which characters from just from seeing their goddamn cartoon hands. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're all playing poker, just telling stories about the time they all almost the closest they ever got to killing Batman. Yeah. And it's just really cool. And little... some of them are really pathetic. Yeah. Like, really, that's the closest you came to. I can't one. remember how many stories you threw. Even you threw hummingbirds at <laughs> Batman. That's how close you came. God, what are the. I can't even remember what the stories are um well <laughs> penguin throws hummingbirds at batman with poison tip that's beads. right and then that fucking like not an ostrich whatever the hell those things are called at first you know i was thinking chocobos of, yeah chocobos i was thinking about it when i was watching it. i'm like chocobos come on those things are fucking scary but then i remembered i just remembered yeah then in far cry 3 <laughs> Fuck those fucking birds. Those things are the devil. Fuck them. Fuck them all the hell. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, almost got them. Um, one of the few uh, animated series episodes I'd seen before. Uh, it was a nice introduction to most of the villains, mains villains, and a really fun format. Though I must have missed the ending where the stories stop and at... Wait, what? <laughs> oh, back in the day. Yeah, I must have only watched part of this episode because I didn't realize there was a whole thing where Catwoman shows up at the mm. end and everything. There, there's, like, there's an actual like meta story to this. I can't on. remember if it's this episode or another episode with Poison Ivy, but there's a point where she throws a pot at the ground and it smashes and a, like the plant grows and wraps around somebody. Yeah. And the animation on that was fucking awesome. There's a couple episodes. Very Tetsuo. This is the one where she's talking about she's she's got like a pumpkin factory outside of town. I think so, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't this may be that episode cuz yeah, it's a, again, but yeah, there's good vine animation. Yeah. Um, but It's almost like the Japanese know how to do tentacles. Um, but yeah, something happens that uh 
Oh, uh, they capture her for some kind of reason. I can't remember how Catwoman gets involved. This is I don't remember. Like, Harley Quinn or Poison Ivy? Is this the one where they capture Catwoman or they're threatening to actually turn into an actual cat food and Batman rescues her? That is. And then Catwoman's all like, "I almost got him too," and she turns the camera. Oh and no, smiles no, it's because and winks, because and the end of the episode. they needed uh, to find out where the Joker was had Catwoman stashed. Yeah, via his story. Is that why Batman? And then there Batman goes off to, be... to save. Catwoman from uh, Harlequin, who's going to make her in the joke food. Okay. The joke is like, by tomorrow morning, half of Gotham's cats will be eating Catwoman. And I'm like, that's fucking dark. I know, yeah. He's going to grind her up into cat food. I mean, they're, that is, they're explicit that's hardcore. about that. Yeah. Um, I do love... You know, there's a lot of horrible shit that happens in this show. Again, for as much as they talk about how they couldn't get away with shit on Fox, there's like, some like grim implications of shit. people's eyes bulging because of the Joker serum and veins popping out on their neck uh-huh, and shit. Yeah. Um, I do love in this episode, too, when you actually they do reveal that Batman is Killer Croc. How it's it, again? It makes no sense. It's almost like he's got like a killer croc hologram on or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, I do love the reveal of there's a swinging light that whenever the light that uh, shines on Batman's face, it's killer croc. But whenever his face, it the light shines away. away, you see the silhouette of Batman's face there yeah. instead, which is just kind of like again it makes no sense. But just from a graphic perspective, a cartoon thing, mm-hmm. it's just a really nice visual. Yeah. Um. It doesn't make any logic, but just like it just works for some reason. It's, it's just really cool. Um. So yeah, almost kind of. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, if you're going to show any one episode of this series to someone, this is a good one just because you get to see all the different villains and it's yeah. just really funny and it's just, it's, it's just, mm, it's, it's, it's the complete package. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, yeah, what's your next episode? Uh, the man who killed Batman. Okay, yeah, we're pretty much back on track together. Yeah. Uh, which I, I thought this was a good, good episode. How, how fast did you go? Who's the guy's voice? Uh, you know, who is it? You don't know? The man who killed Batman? Yeah, the man who killed Batman. Who is it? Sid the Squid? Sid the Squid. Sid the Squid, you don't who know who it? it is? No, I didn't even look he's, it up. He's from Star Trek. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. He's wait. from Star Trek. Wait, wait, who play? It's Murdoch. That's Murdoch? That's Murdoch. Could... Wait. Really? Yeah, Talon Mad Murdoch. Aw. What's his name? Uh, Matt Barkley. Fewer. Oh, no, 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 Matt Fewer. He was on Star Trek, but that's not Murdoch. Matt oh. Fewer was Max Headroom. Max... Matt Those... Frewer shows up on Star Trek The Next Generation as a time traveler who's trying to steal everyone's iPods. <laughs> no, that's actually his episode. Man, no, they look very similar in that they're tall... I'm squinting right they're now. They're tall, manic-faced, balding white dudes. They are both They are both the same Pokemon. Yeah. But very close, though. I can totally see why you think they're the same. Did they have the same voice? Kind of. Well, Matt Frewer's always like, in retrospect, that totally is Matt Frewer's voice. Now that I think yeah. about it, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how long I've been conflating those two dudes. <laughs> Only 20 years. <laughs> Have you ever been going up to people, man? I'm glad you never went up to Matt Frewer at a comic book convention and said, I loved you in the 18th. Like, what? <laughs> well, actually, if you had at least seen Matt Frewer and you said, I loved you on Star Trek, he'd be like, thank you. That, that was a fun episode. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Man who killed Batman. They're great just ad- kind of balding, both yeah, balding. That's what I was saying. I can totally see why you conflate the two. Uh, great idea for an episode. I love how well uh, how hell rains down on the guy who is seriously and very randomly almost kills Batman. Also, Harley Quinn playing Amazing Grace on the gazoo at Batman's funeral. <laughs> that is, yeah. Again, <laughs> Harley Quinn. She, even if she only shows I'm up not for gonna, five minutes, I'm not going to remember which episode it is. But I like in one of the Joker episodes, like an alarm goes off that somebody's entering his base, and I like that he takes out a whoopee cushion and goes, 
to like alert his crew that somebody's broken in and he does it so seriously it's not like <laughs> he's not laughing they about it they have a good anything. handle on that character yeah. just talking the weird shit like yeah no fucking the, the sense of humor in the show is fucking top notch especially when it's not supposed to be technically a joke but it's even funnier when it's played straight yeah yeah um yeah, wait, how does he almost kill... Oh, he know... Batman almost falls on top of, yeah. like, a gas canister. And, and he just really, happens to pull... the way they pull... present it, there's absolutely no way no. he should have survived. And, and like, he just pulls like... his cowl off, like, I guess he... I guess I, yeah. he had lubed it up with slip and slide <laughs> grease or something. Fate has to work so hard to make it look like that he killed Batman. You yeah. almost think Batman was colluding with this guy to trick the whole world into thinking he killed Batman. But yeah, Sid the Squid, it's a very cute episode. Mm-hmm. And just even, with, again, talking about the title cards, fucking hilarious title card because the title card is this it says in big ass words the man who killed batman and this super meek guy with the little eyeballs and uh in the art book they have like uh bruce tim's original just pencil sketch of what that was and he obviously like loved that little doodle of the man so much he just he got much... the little cheeks yeah it's just Fat great he obviously cheeks. just essentially just like just photocopied that from his original sketch right onto the finished <laughs> like, version because i like that ba- batman's like you know what kid you're all right yeah. i'm gonna send you to jail where everybody will love you yeah oh, i do love <laughs> Everyone thinks he gets a parade. Well, here is welcome when he shows up. I was like, "Hell, he killed Batman." He almost killed the Batman. Yeah. Well, I yeah. love that it does turn in once everyone does realize Batman's alive. At least they're still in awe of him because he almost killed Batman. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's yeah. How? Why is Carly Quinn playing Amazing Grace at Batman's funeral? It's not Batman's funeral. They're putting uh, Sid the Squid into a. Uh, a coffin and put it, shoving him in acid. Oh. Which? Why are there giants vats of of acid in all superhero? So here's a question I have for you, Bill, apropos (laughs) of nothing. I've often wondered this, and if you have an answer out there who are listening to me, tell me. If you lived in Gotham, how would you survive? I don't. (laughs) How how do you avoid everything How the federal government has not stepped in to take, like, national security control over the city because there's you can't go to a bank because it's going to get robbed every other day it will explode (laughs) (laughs) if you go to any can't go down to the docks can't get a job at the docks you'll die you'll get fished you'll get fucking shot can't show up to a parade don't go to parades (laughs) there's nothing you can do how do you survive in gotham as also there's never any daytime in gotham for some (laughs) reason they exist on the dark side of the moon for some reason um yeah no gotham as especially like in in batman the animated series is the most grim like you do not want to live their version of gotham i've ever seen depicted if you really think about like how fucking manic shit's going on Mm -hmm. uh oh my god yeah so Steven got the great was like the great ghost blows up every other cultural thing. The villain for the great ghost he ends up blowing up like the fucking music fucking arena like this any yeah. kind of big culture like the library gets blown up the museum gets blown up mm-hmm. they have to rebuild that stuff yeah yeah Batman's always like destroying half the street with explosives <sighs> I it's just cars get exploded all the time you can't have a car because it's just gonna explode the insurance rates in Gotham for cars alone must be out. <laughs> I, I love that because you know exists in a. It's no wonder nobody's on the streets at night. Yeah, it, it, I, it, well that <laughs> because it exists in this world of a Saturday morning cartoon. You're you're never you're never gonna die. Yeah, you're never gonna get 
phys- permanently physically injured. You're going to get fucked Gotham, up, though. But everything around you, any kind of collateral <laughs> damage, holy shit. You're going to get burned unless, out of your house and unless, home at least like, three times a year. Get, like, on a, like, a movie version, like a two-hour movie version. Oh, that's true. And then, yeah, the actual one, yeah. The, you if, might die then. If the stakes have to be raised, you might you might People die People die then. in Mask of the Phantasm. Well, I still haven't seen that. that that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this series, because I do want to do Mask of the Phantasm someday. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, I just wanted to catch up on this before I started yeah. I've so. watched that movie so many times. That's one, you, that's one of the big movies you've been throwing in my way ever since we started yeah. this podcast. You don't want to watch Sub Zero, the straight to VHS. I never watched that. Mister no. Freeze. I didn't even know that existed until looking at the art book, and they were like, "Here's our second. <laughs> Does movie. he sing, Mister Coldmeister? Uh, I think not. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Obviously, the movie did so Jeez, well Mr. that the only screen caps from that movie in the art book are like VHS screen graphs. Yeah, <laughs> which, wow, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Oh! Well, next was Harley and Ivy, and I forgot I was going to wear my Harley and Ivy shirt today, but I Oh, you have one? It. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the shirt look like? It's, it's just, I'm um, kind of hugging. Oh, really? Yeah. Sexually, well, or? No, just kind of like a friend hug. Oh, okay. Not side by side, like, one's reaching behind, oh, or the other kinda one's kind of peeking out. Kind of like the Dennis Rodman titty <laughs> picture, or whatever that one is. Yeah. Was that Dennis Rodman? Where he's, like, standing behind somebody grabbing their boobs. Is that a thing? Yeah. Like, for, like, a newspaper or for, like, a magazine thing? Yeah. Let's see, Dennis Rodman. Janice Jackson? No, I'm thinking of Janet Jackson. Well, Janet Jackson, yeah, she had yeah. a thing where she was topless, yeah, but yeah, someone was yeah. holding her uh, titty balls up. <laughs> her titty balls? Her titty balls. Let's yeah. see, Dennis Rodman tits. But nobody's holding each other. It was an officially licensed thing, so there wasn't. it wasn't super sexual. I got it when I was, like, 14. Nah, uh, that's not bringing up anything interesting. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So what but you're saying, you want a picture of, of Poison Ivy holding Harlequin's tits? <laughs> no, I was saying is that what, no. What? No, How do we even get on this conversation? on the internet, though. Uh, well, this is, this, I know you know one what? of the big fan <laughs> things to come out of this show was Harley and Ivy stuff, and I'm glad to see the, the actual genesis of all this shit. And they work, like, fucking really well together. Yeah, aside from, like, well, I know a lot of people do slash fic of those two characters, too, but just as, like, per- their personalities mesh really well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the actresses get, a, like... What? No, you were gonna say something. Oh, I was starts... just gonna say like the actresses mess really well. Oh, together. you're they're, we're they're, actually back both on topic. Together. Their okay. dialogue back and forth is really good. I like that that Ivy is constantly trying to get Harley Quinn to see that the Joker's a psychopath. Yeah, because they're at both so both at the ends of the spectrum in terms there's, of relationship oh, to men. There's a really good episode, or at least I remember it being really good, with like Harley Quinn and Ivy. I want to say like in a mall after hours just going kind of crazy and Batgirl has to stop him okay and I I remember it being kind of silly and fun so it's like another like all girl quote unquote episode yeah I think so that's kind of cute idea yeah I seem to remember that I could just be conflating a couple episodes but I do like in this episode they're arrested by Officer Montoya Mm -hmm. because like Poison I was like, no man can catch us and Montoya I don't even think she Montoya even has a quitty reply to that. She just rests them. There's no like I'm not a man. Yeah. It doesn't even go that far. She doesn't it. take off her helmet and say, I am no man and stab her in it's the that, face. Yeah, it doesn't like like let her lush locks come out <laughs> like and like twinkles in her eyes like Ideos me on stab her. <laughs> There's been a couple times of this <laughs> watching this where I... like something will explode and she's in the cop car and be like, Adios Mia <laughs> 
<laughs> they do. I or, know. Ay, ay, ay. I know her name is her name Montoya, but she does get a little Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. The shit a bit. I was like, okay, I get it. You're, you're, yeah, she's you're, Spanish. I know. Yeah, I know. she's Catholic. She's got a yeah. She's yeah. She's eating a rosary. She's eating it <laughs> on top of a taco. What you do with a rosary? Not that you we have any problem with like you know like a Latino actress, but like yeah, it's like they it, they, they really think you're gonna they, forget. They really want you to know she's Latina. Yeah, I don't know because they just really like Latinos or they were worried that like the, like we need to it's have it's nice to have a diverse cast yeah she's a cool kid like, it's great to have like another uh like in 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 in, in the uh, series bible for this it seems like they really kind of like invented her because this is before they were gonna have Batgirl or anything show up so like they just wanted another female character and yeah. at least having another having a lady <laughs> on the good side there, she doesn't do it a lot in the episodes you watch but there's quite a few times where like she'll just basically point her middle finger to the sky and rub it in Bullock's face and just yeah. be like fuck I you I never got to see Bullock. her actually interact with Bullock but it makes sense she would hate fucking Bullock because he's such yeah. like a fucking slob yeah yeah she seems to be an actual there is one, there's the episode with uh, um, the uh, laughing fish no the uh, yeah. Joker's favor where like Bullock stuffing her his face and like good grub and she's like Ugh. oh yeah. yeah I mean yeah yeah um, but Harvey and I have a good episode yeah, no, it's it's. Do they do more of just those two running around anymore I, than I'm I saw? Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, which I would assume they did more, considering the fandom that came out of that. Yeah, and I'm not even quite sure how much of that's a sexual thing, like and it's I, not a slash fic thing. But like I said, yeah. even aside from that stuff, yeah. the characters, like I said, they they both are uh, the opposite extremes in terms of their relationship to men. And I do love like Harley Quinn's relationship with the Joker does go a long way to justifying uh, Poison Ivy's kind of disdain of men because the Joker's treating. Harley, Harley, exactly how Poison Ivy just assumes all men treat women. It's just kind of like, yeah. I don't know, yeah, yeah they yeah. kind of work together. And just them, rob- like, robbing banks and on the town together, it just seems, like, really fun. I I know some lesbians who really like them just because they're, like, a fun, sexy kind of duo. Even, again, even without sexual undertones, but yeah. there's enough, like, a female empowerment thing going on there that's kind of fun and nice mm-hmm. and stuff. And Yeah, they'd make good anti-heroes. Yeah, and also the title card for that, <laughs> in the art book, they talk about how uh, all their first attempts were... With just a pair of titties. That's what they kept like... Because <laughs> every time they tried to just draw them together... Just two breasts pressed together. It was always a little bit too much of a pinup thing. They were like, no, we're tr- like, we want an episode that's about the fun aspects of these two characters intermingling. It's just that. They, they don't it's just make... both of them climbing out of a giant <laughs> vagina. Out of oh, each other. They're actually here. both somehow climbing out of each other's tits. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. Um, Porky Pig jumping out of the big circle at the end. I was like, that's all, folks. Yeah. But it's tits instead of a big circle. Mm. Um, but yeah, they said they, were, they, they couldn't figure out a way to actually have the characters in the title card without making accidentally making it look too titillating so then said it's just an abstract bunch of squirrels of their two uh uh of, of the each character's respective colors mm. so you know red and black yeah. and orange and green just kind of like swirl together and they said like the way they kind of did it looks you can tell it's gonna be like poppy fun episode but it yeah. is interesting that uh they were very you... conscious about not trying to make this too much of a titillating episode they wanted it wanted to be a fun empowering episode for the uh, lady characters i have to imagine it's kind of nice for you in regards to you didn't always have this in the back of your head to compare every future Batman thing to. No. Like when I played the Batman games, it was always I'm comparing the writing of these characters and the design of these characters to yeah. this show because this show got everything so right. Yeah. And, and as then someone... you see the design of Poison Ivy in the Arkham games and you're like, eh, oh, God, that man. When she shows up, that kind of I I that was a real boner killer in playing that first. I can't remember. Is she always dressed exactly the same in the other Arkham games? But in that first remember, one, she shows yeah. up. She's wearing nothing but a goddamn orange prison jumpsuit like, top. 
Oh, and not, like, no, she's got, like, little booty shorts well, and a little top layer. Well, she's got, like, a little bit, but it's kind of suggests that she really, the only thing she really is, I mean, she might have, like, she has, like, leaf underwear. Yeah. But still, it's really, like, she's just kind of, like, in, essentially an orange dude's nightshirt. Yeah. Essentially. And it's just, like, I mean, Poison Ivy on the cartoon is hot, too. I mean, they draw her, like, a total Freddy Moore. Yeah, but it's how they draw. She looks like Little Red Riding, a little hot riding hood it's from how the they old draw wolf cartoon. All their females, though. They do really have very specific, kind of, like, very round, big eyes, kind of, like. Yeah. But at least. I forgot what was going on. Okay. But, well, even though she's drawn, like, an old pinup character. She there the, at least there was a little more substance there. She's not there just to titillate the male audience, which yeah. granted as a kid of the cartoon, there's only so much they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm glad to see that they let her have her own enough of a character that she could have a, like a personality to bounce off of with Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's and you know and Har- even Harley Quinn could have been very easy just to boil down to just being the Joker's just, lady henchman punching bag essentially. And yeah. I'm glad to see that like. Even though well, she is the Joker's punching bag, there's still enough of her there that, you know, you feel bad when she's... She's not just that. There's some other stuff to hang on to and get interested in with that character because, if like, especially these episodes I, I picked. The, I didn't watch all the Harley Quinn episodes, but the p- episodes I did pick, Harley Quinn does get beat up a whole lot by the Joker to the yeah. point where if you're just mainlining these episodes back to back, it does get a little like, Jesus Christ, Harley, you're a fucking idiot. Get the fuck away from that guy. It's not 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 in a fun way, but like in a well, yeah, but ugh, at the same time, slightly kind of problematic. But that is abusive. But that is what it is. Which is funny to see so so many women cling to that character though. But yeah. it's such like a totem for like abusive, mis- dysfunctional relationships. It's kind of just an interesting dynamic. It's it's, it's really interesting. But yeah. that's how many. For a Saturday morning kids cartoon to show that kind of like ro- like romantic dysfunction is mm-hmm. really it's fucking crazy. It's 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 yeah. it's nuts. Yeah, yeah but this, this is this show had layers. <sighs> it wasn't just He Man raising his sword in the sky. And also, I've never really been a big Poison Ivy fan because she's a boring character. She's a lady's into plants <laughs> and romance. She's always trying to kiss everyone. It's like from my perspective, that's like the most boring. Like. Ah, I'm sultry. I'm gonna use my feminine wiles and you. She but was. I love are dirt. you saying that in the Joel Schumacher film? Oh, that doesn't help too. She was not a deep, nuanced character. Um, man, what was my? Because even when the first Batman came out, I was like already in my mid-teens. So the only Batman I kind of grew up with was there was the Adam West Batman and the kind of Silver Age Batman, all yeah, blue I watched, and gray. I watched. Ba- so that was my Adam reference. West, but I was too young. To remember it, yeah, it was on in syndication when I was young, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I was probably like the tail end of the last generation who really knew Batman is just a really comic book character. I mean, there was the Adam West thing out there, but I I I read some Batman comics as a kid, and so yeah, yeah. Uh, the Demons Quest One and Two, Raja Ghoul. Boom. <laughs> this episode was getting really quickly because there's not much to say about. What do you think about this episode? I love that guy's voice. David Warner. He got a good voice. Can that miss King Kardashian? Yeah. Yeah. He got a good voice. They got casting. Yeah. yeah. He makes a good Raja Ghoul. There's nothing else to say about it. Except his daughter's kind of hot, I guess, supposedly something. She's got that She's got that, that drawing style that when you're young and don't know how to draw symmetrical <laughs> eyes, you're just like, I'm just going to cover that eye with hair. Good. Also, I will, all my characters <laughs> will have hair over one eye because I cannot do two. Yeah, I cannot do two. Also, it saves you a lot of drawing time because you don't have to draw two eyes. You can just draw the one and be like, I am done. Yep. I am finished. <laughs> she got no um, depth perception. That's fine. I, again, I've seen all this 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 two-parter show up on a lot of people's favorite episodes list, and it's not terrible. I was just really bored. It's just a... It's a 
a wannabe James Bond story. Yeah. Which to me is not a Batman story. <laughs> Batman gets topless at one point. Yeah, this was a lot of <laughs> but he kept his topless. He kept his mask on. Yeah, and like the whole kind of like forced like supposed sexual tension between him and Talia Al Ghul. Yeah. It's just a little bit like and the only reason she, the only reason there seems to be tension is just because she's female. The world's greatest detective like, is like, wait, Talia Al Ghul? Raj Al Ghul is your father? Oh my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I just Ooh, like yeah. I mean I do like the fact that it suggested that Raj Al Ghul is the only person in the world to really figure out who the fuck Batman is because he just shows yeah. up in the Batwing he's like hey Bruce Wayne and he's like <laughs> Batman's like ah I know it's Bruce Wayne house but I'm I'm not I'm not Bruce Wayne I'm just Batman and he's like I'm motherfucker Robin kidnapped let's go save Robin I know who you are let's just yeah. go have an adventure and I do like the ambition of the scope of this episode mm-hmm. um in the art book they talk about like uh one of, this is one of the first ideas they had for the series and originally they were instead of like going off well they were going off to find Ro- well originally the the original pitch was Rosal Ghoul shows up and says I have kidnapped Robin and he's actually kidnapped Robin to force um Batman to come help him go search for like a statue of Kali for, in India or something like that it was mm-hmm. going to be more crazy it was going to be more of an Indiana Jones story which mm-hmm. sounds like it would have been more interesting what is the story in this uh, so it turns out Rosal Ghul has kidnapped Bat- uh, Robin, but that's revealed yeah, he's later. Saying that him and Robin and his daughter were kidnapped by the same people, yeah. so he needs Batman help to hunt them down. And for some reason, it's just an excuse to get Batman up. He's and, testing like, him to see if he's worthy for his daughter. Uh, that's what it was, because he knows he can't keep on using Lazarus pits forever, so he needs that's he's looking for. Even an though heir. he does, that's the whole gist. And you know, Batman's not going to become his heir, so it's all kind of like, what the fuck's the point of this anyway? <laughs> and yeah, so much of the time, I do, I do like the Batman's just like no, but he's not like no, I will not join because I am not a criminal. And just no, a bunch really... of reasons. He's just like <laughs> nah. no, no <laughs> thanks. <laughs> And, and he already starts walking back home like he's like <laughs> yeah, okay he's uh, like, Gotham's 4,000 miles that way I'm going yeah he's like I already banged your daughter uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't um, need to do it again uh, my that real, mountain's been conquered I, I, I'm i one of those weirdos who are my only real reference for these characters are from the Christopher Nolan movies so I'm like oh so this is uh, Liam Neeson he was did also, you see the he last was in Arkham, the Arkham games as well I, I only played like the first game and the most recent game that came uh, out after you didn't play City? no oh. wasn't that the one terrible? No, there's one of those Origins was terrible. Oh, okay, I never played that. Yeah, I pl- there's what four of those games. Good. Yeah, and I've only played the first. Yeah, the book end of the. But first only and last. three were done by Rocksteady. So when Ta- Ra- Talia shows up, I was like, "Oh, that's that's Inception Lady's character, I guess." Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of looks like like fucking Jaguar Jungle Lady, and like she's yeah. boring, and there's nothing to this. Her character. midriff is showing. Yeah, that's kind of like. Oh, so anyway, but yeah, it's weird that there's not much to say about it other than, yeah, I appreciate going all globe trotting and a big two parter with Raj Al Ghul, but really, it's just a boring wannabe James Bond story. Also, there's a Rob. Oh yeah, this is where Robin shows up out of the blue. I'm like, wait, there's a Robin. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, yeah, yeah. 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 But then you did, we watched, uh, Holly Quinnad. Oh, okay. So then you need to jump back one minute. Now we're that. back to Harley Quinnad. What'd you think about Holly Quinnad? It's, it's pretty good. It proves that the Joker's just a fucking hack because his sidekick can capture Batman better than he can. <laughs> does there's a couple episodes like that where someone captures batman and he just gets wound up about it so oh wait how does harley capture batman uh so okay so this is the episode where for some reason a bunch of gangsters got their hands on a atom bomb and they're auctioning it off to the biggest 
to, to, to the highest bidder at an auction. Mm-hmm. I just explain auctions for no reason because people don't know what <laughs> auctions are. But I love that the Joker just sideswipes the whole thing, just comes in and says, fuck you, I'm stealing the bomb. And now he's got a bomb, now he's threatening all of Gotham City. Is this, oh, this is the one where, oh, Batman has to go to jail because Harley Quinn's already in jail. So he says, hey, I'll let you out of jail if you help me find the Joker. Nope. Because he's going to blow up the whole Wait. town. Isn't that what it is? No. Isn't it though? I thought it was. But regardless, this is the last episode of the original 65 produced episodes. There's that one, but then there's also the one where, with the Joker, the, with the piranhas, where she's hanging Batman upside down. I think that's another episode. Which one's that? Yeah, let's see. Batman and Series Piranhas. Because then there's Showdown, Over the Edge, Legend of the Dark Knight, Mad Love. Is that not, I think it's Mad Love. No, it's not Mad Love. Really? Because Mad Love's her backstory. Hmm. But wait, what's 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 the what's the meta story? Like Mad Love is bookended on something like that. Over the edge. Which one's over the edge? Mad Love is the one with the piranhas. Is it? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was kind of. You were right. No, you were right. Yeah. There's a first time for everything in this world. <laughs> if broken clock is right, right three times a day. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, Harley Quinn. Yeah, this is the one where he breaks her out. Not breaks her out of jail, but says, "Hey, come with me. Come, come with, with me, me if you want to live. live." Yeah. Yeah, and all I remember about it is that for some reason the the Joker ends up on an airplane. <laughs> Yeah, she like ends. they like go to a club and stuff. And oh, she, she sings a song. Up, yeah, well, she, well, Batman says like, "Hey, I need you to help me find the Joker, but you can't double cross me." And so he, she takes him to a club where there's a bunch of bad guys, including Joker supporters, and they figure out what's going on real quick. So he ends up, she ends up having to pretend to double cross Batman. To, like, throw them off the scent. Yeah. Because at first you think she's legitimately double-crossing him, but it turns out she's just double-crossing him. She's waiting, him killing just to, time for Robin to get there. Or something like that. There's a whole, yeah, big thing. But she does a whole song dance number about mm-hmm. how much she loves uh, cup noodle soup. Yep. Really random. Yeah. The fucking paid advertising in this cartoon. But she does really pick bad. out the... the Product placement. She does pick out the dehydrated corn and peas and stuff because she doesn't like vegetables. Especially the peas. The peas never seem, really seem just to get wrinkly. fully soft. They're just wrinkly. It's like eating... I don't want wrinkly peas. It's like eating a mummy's nipple. Ugh, it's like, no, you don't terrible. want that shit. Might as well give me a lima bean. Gross. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I can't remember exactly how, but yeah. I think the Joker's gonna drop a bomb, atom bomb, on with his the plane. Yeah, and with, he's got which the, is funny because it's the, the shittiest, most Lindbergh brothers airplane. Yeah, and something happens. He almost ends up blowing away like the guys co-piloting the plane with them, and it crashes. That was some wall. good animation. Was pretty, like yeah. where he's leaning back, shooting oh, yeah, he in gets the air, knocked out, yeah, like, spinning in a circle. And this is the last time we actually ever actually see the classic for the, Joker. For talking about the Joker design, I I really like this era where he's got that like lying under his mouth the, mm-hmm. the notes like where his teeth and gums and stuff are yeah yeah which is again because char- these characters don't have a lot of detail but they have detail where it matters like something like that kind of something subtle but yeah. adds a lot of the character and a lot of the acting possibilities to how his face is animated mm-hmm. and what's well, one of the worst things when he shows up later with a new redesign like he doesn't even have red lips anymore yeah which i you don't absolutely need red lips for the joker but like it's just it's just not as good he's got blue white skin it's just kind of 
But Harley Quinn, yeah, it's Harley Quinn, so it can't be that yeah. bad. That's I do like episode. they they're flying this plane, him and his two henchmen, and they crash into a building, and they're dead as fuck. I mean, Joker comes stumbling out, but if that wouldn't, there's they're a couple dead episodes where the, I, the, the, there's a lot of that stuff in this cartoon where if you're really paying attention, there's no way that fucking guy survived mm. that like fucking <laughs> natural gas fucking tank explosion over there. This, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh my god, my lucky charms <laughs> are backing up on me. Um, but then it's showdown. It's Jonah Hex episode where Rajah Ghul shows back up and kidnaps an old man, and then tells Batman reads his note, which tells the story of Jonah Hex. Yeah, and this dude. It's telling to place in the old west. I always feel like these kind of episodes and shows like this are like. The writers being like, uh, let's take a ba- break from writing Batman, but... I can see the justification for it. Uh, let's I just mean, have him tell a story about Jonah Hex. Which, Jonah Hex is not the worst Batman substitute, but still not, like, that interesting of a story. A, yeah, it's a boring episode, I do like really. the implication of prostitution at the beginning, because yeah. Jonah Hex shows up at the town, and she's he's like, like... shoot, he or one of my girls. Yeah, one of my girls, but they never explain what one of my girls means, yeah. but, like, yeah, he's after this guy, because this dude has been cutting up prostitutes, so he's been chasing after them. And, like, not even for the... He, it's you know, he's supposed to get a bounty for, for capturing this guy, but yeah, because it's the right thing to do. Th- yeah, oh, and that's the thing. He's such a straight arrow, kind of like Batman. That he's not very interesting. Again, Batman himself is not exactly the most interesting character. It's like it's it's the fact that he's got a rogues gallery and all yeah. this shit. So Jonah Hex, like this kind of positions Jonah Hex as the Batman of the yeah. old west. I do like you know his face is all fucked up. He's actually got like missing his cheek and he's got a little yeah. bit bit of bubble gum connecting part of his face to the other. Mm-hmm. And I do like when they first reveal his face. Everyone at the saloon's like, oh my god, yeah. But, yeah, it's just, like, the whole thing devolves into, like, a big giant airship balloon battle at the end, which is animated nicely, and it's it's a cool yeah. set piece, but just emotionally, just kind of like, meh, it's just, yeah. And it's not even because it, there's no Batman or Gotham, it's just kind of like, meh. And it turns yeah. out Ra's al Ghul is just the old dude he has rescued from uh, the old folks' home, his, his son, who was yeah. the villain in the flashback that yeah. I saw. And... Who's a Lazarus pit didn't work too well for him. I guess not. Yeah. And I'm already not very interested in Raj Al Ghul to begin with. I do much like, less his I do like that he son. tells Batman, he's like, what, you think Talia's the only kid I've ever sired? Which makes sense. Are you sense. an idiot? <laughs> yeah. I fucked hundreds of bitches. I, mean, I guess they all <laughs> fucked up so badly that he's trying to get Batman to take over his yeah. thing. But yeah. Well, then again, Batman's pretty an exceptional specimen of humanity. Yeah. Uh, there's m- Most people would probably vote for, if if you had to like, if you had a vast empire of stuff and you, you had your choice between like Batman inheriting it or like pretty much anyone else on Earth, <laughs> you would assume Batman would probably do a better job managing everything than, yeah. than anyone else. But yeah, so yeah. And and that's a terrible episode. What episode's over the edge? Over the edge. It's the crazy episode where it starts off. Oh right, Batman yeah. and Robin are getting fucked up, drunk in the Batcave. <laughs> Bat- Rob's about to slap his dick out on the table because he's upset because he's like, I-, I gotta know how big our penis is. I- he's got real issues about like manliness and he's younger than Batman. He's it's like, Milton like, Burl got nothing on me. Exactly. Uncle Milty. We're gonna Uncle Milty this shit. We're gonna find out who's a real Batman hero. <laughs> and then fucking uh, Commissioner Gordon that's, shows up. That's, wait, that's terrible because Robin in this one is a little kid. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> what is the word? Nightwing. Again, jumping around the highlights Nightwing. of the series. It's Batman and fucking eight-year-old Robin. Mm-hmm. Disturbingly young Robin. Because now they're on the WP. They can do that. Now they're they're, they're actually watching Tiny Toons. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Batman's babysitting. The kid's not even old enough to really be training yet for anything. But yeah, the uh, Batman and Robin are just hanging out in the Batcave. Commissioner Gordon just shows up and is, just starts shooting at him. Well, no, it starts with like them running from Commissioner Gordon in the Batcave. And yeah, like, and you're like... I thought there was going to be... I, and you know... 
right at the start, you're like, this is fucking bullshit. Because commi- the commissioner is going out to kill those he, motherfuckers. Well, he is ra- launching a fucking rocket launcher at Batman and this child. Yeah. That is not the real Commissioner Which, Gordon. Yeah, you know what? Straight I didn't up. Think about that. Commissioner Gordon wouldn't be like, hey, kill Batman. I don't care about that little eight year old. <laughs> Fuck him, well, too. This is the first episode I'd seen with Baby Robin, and it didn't really register me yet how young Baby Robin was. Yeah. That I didn't even parse that as. That, that, that's actually a good point. Because I can believe Jim Gordon, if he pushed against the wall bad enough, he would want to take out. Especially when you find out what happens to him. I could totally believe if he thought Batman was responsible for the death of Barbara Gordon, his daughter, he yeah. would want to try to take out Batman. But that's actually a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Fuck, yeah. fuck Robin. Fuck baby Robin, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm fine with baby Robin. But yeah, this is the crazy episode that starts in essentially in I will res. take baby Robin any day over Joel Schumacher Robin. <sighs> we'll talk. We'll, we're going to get to Joel Schumacher in just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Commissioner Gordon and the cops chase Batman like all over fucking Gotham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try, yeah, they take out a fucking rocket launcher. Yeah. Like if, they, if the, the, the fact that they actually... blow up the Batmobile with a rocket launcher. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, I can't remember exactly how it's revealed. Oh, and then there's a flashback to show Batman and Robin end up somewhere, and they end up talking to somebody. And someone's like, "What the fuck happened?" And there's like, flashback, and you see that Batman and Robin just like earlier that day were like fighting on top of a skyscraper. The fucking new scarecrow got involved. The big scary corpse fucking scarecrow got involved. He doesn't push Batgirl off the top of a building. She just kind of trips and falls because I guess maybe the. They didn't want to imply that someone could actually murder someone else in this universe. Maybe, yeah. But she falls, and she fucking falls! I thought it was going to be the typical thing in a Batman cartoon where, like, you know, she's going to finally pull out her fucking grapple gun or someone's going to save her. No, she lands on top of Commissioner Gordon's car as he's speeding to the fight scene. Yeah. She had just fallen a hundred stories, lands on his hood, and I was like, shit, that's fucked up. <laughs> and then, turns out, she, like, she, like, he, like, Commissioner Gordon jumps out of the car and, like, picks up her body and, like, shakes it really hard and just throws in a garbage can and just starts screaming. <laughs> and he just starts firing, like, fucking, like, cucaracha style in the midair for no reason. Yep. And that's the end credits. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's that actually Barbara Gordon actually does die in Commissioner Gordon's arms, and that's when Commissioner Gordon's like, let's kill these sons of bitches. Let's yeah. go. And then that this essentially like shows you what. How does he find out that Batman's Bruce Wayne? This is the bad. That's one of my favorite parts. It's just insinuating that he's always known, because mm. he just simply he's like, okay, we gotta take out Batman. Next thing you know, he's like, right, he's like, you see him dial on the phone. He's like, hey, Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne's like, oh, hello, Commissioner Gordon. How are you? I've been home all day playing <laughs> Jenga. And you're like, yeah, Commissioner Gordon's like, drop the bullshit, Bruce. We're coming mm. for you. This is your one chance to turn you in, or we're gonna come for. I just like the idea that like he always knew, he just never told Batman. Mm. Which, granted, it's who knows if that's actually true. You find out this is all a dream sequence at the yeah. very end. This is Barbara Gordon. It was all some autistic kids. I vision <laughs> in a bubble, exactly in a snow this globe. Is a real because it starts off so well that it is such a fucking cop out at the end. Well, yeah, but how else could you do it? I really? know. I mean, there's yeah. So any kind of logical stuff as opposed to how characters know stuff in this episode is completely it's it's a dream so it really doesn't matter so much but it's a good setup but really though I mean the fact they already did it's all a dream once yeah kind of really works against this yeah, episode well, they you can done, only they could have had like Batman be running or some shit at the end and have like 
her him turn into Barbara Gordon and have yeah. Batman been chasing her this entire time and she was thinking she was Batman being pursued by her father something like I that. Can see that. Well, it does actually do, there is some kind of uh... And you know they had these debates like how the fuck can we make this not a dream guy? Yeah, cuz they yeah, they, these people are smart enough to know that this is a real cop out. Yeah. Although I mean they do it's not just complete waste. It's not like she just wakes up and goes, oh, it was all just a dream, and she goes back to bed and rolls credits. It does turn into a thing where she goes to talk to her father about yeah. that. She realizes that this means that there's something inside of her that she can't live with, and yeah. so she needs to talk to, to, talk to her father. To tell her daddy. And she, she has her dad over. She girl. says, hey, man, I made you some spaghetti, but this isn't the real reason I want to talk to you. And this does, and she does say, hey, I want to tell you something, and then Commissioner Gordon says, hey, stop you. I don't want you to say anything else, but... I just want you to know I love you. I love all of you. Yeah. And it's kind of left up to your imagination as to whether or not he really knows that she's Batgirl and he's just kind of... He's probably like, Batgirl's got a big bunch of red hair. This is a good point. There's not too many people. <laughs> and, and Lance is fucking dark. He would yeah. know his... I could see maybe him not knowing Bruce Wayne. Like, I'm, I'm sure Wayne if your kid, time. like, put on a little mask... Yeah. You could tell, is... tell it was your kid. Especially it's not like... like she's putting an affectation on her voice like Batman does. Oh, she can... I'm sure the moment he met her and she opened her mouth, he was like, Barbara, come and on. Also she actually... Barbara, what are you doing? She accidentally calls him dad all the time, yeah. too. And that's kind of God damn it, It's like, dad. oh, you haven't seen it, but it's like uh, Bird Girl in Harvey Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Where she's no. always like she's the daughter of of Phil, the the owner of the place, but she's always accidentally calling him daddy. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. only. Well, I'm sure that's told just total reference to this shit. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah. so it's nice, like especially if you can assume that I would totally believe. In fact, actually, Commissioner Gordon would be terrible at his job if he hadn't already figured out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. And if he's already figured out that Bruce Wayne is Batman, why wouldn't he have already figured out? That? This was uh, when this so came it's out? it's it's not it's a great episode. It's just the whole dream thing, but at least it still yeah. kind of redeems itself at the end. And that fact that it actually gives you a little window into Barbara Gordon. Gordon's personality. Granted, this is the only episode I saw throughout this whole thing that actually had uh, Batgirl slash Barbara Gordon in it, too. But this was a nice yeah. episode for her, at least, and you get to see... I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an episode that actually deals with the fact that you've got, like, the 16-year-old girl fighting crime that like, could get killed, and yeah. they actually kind of address that. You know? Yeah. So... And, and her responsibility in regards to that situation, too, which is nice. Mm. So... And then you got the Legend of the Dark Knight. Yeah, we're actually... You thought this was going to be a super long episode. We're, we're almost... This is going to be about a two-hour episode, yeah. so it's not too bad. So we're right at the uh, tail end. we got two more episodes to talk about. Yeah, Legend of the Dark Knight. Nothing much happens in this episode. <laughs> it's uh, bullshit. Yeah, the animation's bullshit. terrible. Man, this is... this is Actually, technically animation is terrible for Avid. Yeah. Uh, depending on what you consider to be terrible animation. It's still so much better than the actual <laughs> Super Friends animation. Oh my world. god! It's a bunch of kids telling stories about what they think Batman's like. Which I was a little bummed because I thought, because there's three kids, I thought we'd get three stories, we only get two. Yeah. Uh, it would have been fun if they could have, I'm sure that when they first pitched this, there was probably an idea, like, there could have been three stories. What would have been the third one? I don't know. Well, yeah, so the first the first story is told, like, in an art style that's kind of like old shitty 1940s, 50s Batman. It's like uh, Super Friends. Well, it's Super Friends, so it's also like Batman, the uh, old 1966 series, also had an animated intro, which the characters yeah. were kind of designed off the 40s and 50s. It's, it's kind of a hodgepodge of... 40s and 50s comics, a little bit of the Batman intro animation like from the, the 66 show, and, the Joker looks and some great of the Super Friends. Oh, fucking... <laughs> Even before the Joker shows up, you see, it's like a 1940s patrolman doing something, yeah. and the Joker shows his, up. His eyes are eyes, all skin-colored. Yeah, they're all skin-colored with little Pac-Man eyes. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, wait, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then the Joker shows up, and it's the crappiest... And like, it's fucking... What's his name? 
Who is it? Spinal Tap. Oh, that's the other thing because he's first shows Michael his McKean. laugh is wrong, and I'm like, yeah. is that just like did 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 Mark Hamill have a Michael cold? McKean did a good job with <laughs> that because he's because he's doing his. I don't even know if the, he had actually actually even seen the show before because it's not like he's trying to do a Mark Hamill impersonation. Yeah. He's just like it's obviously Michael McKean going, eh, I'm the Joker, Batman. Yeah, and it's just it's oh man, it's that that just like ten minute sequence is one of the best things in the whole series because yeah and. They do this shit where, like, this, like, profiles of the characters will just, like, sl- slide onto screen. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the lip sync's kind of a little bit goofy. And it's, uh, the whole thing is just, for some reason, Joker's trying to rob a music store. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it's a music store that has giant instruments on yeah. the place. Giant, like, three-story bongos, giant like, saxophones. Like, with Joker signs gets, on them yeah. that say, like, humongous saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. so it's Batman and Joker just fighting like all over this like giant it's just I love the design of that crappy Joker so much because like <laughs> his face doesn't move in perspective correctly mm-hmm. and so when he moves his head like in three like from the three quarter perspective like his face pops around and like because they drew him with too much of a big grin back in the days that like yeah. his face just looks like this huge monstrosity it's just oh, fucking and like yeah the voice acting is great the design is great it's Robin at his crappiest because it's totally <laughs> like a playoff of the old Adam West because it's Robin like ah, da, 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 da. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't say holy whatever Batman yeah. it's that close I, I, I feel like the writers were probably like ah it's too easy a little too on the nose yeah, yeah. well especially because like so they are it's it's they're more riffing off the 40s and 50s comics than they are the old Adam West Batman specifically yeah. but the you know, Adam West Batman was influenced by the comics that influenced this thing so the, the lines kind of blur between the influences here a mm-hmm. little bit but yeah, I just fucking love that shit. Yeah, but, you, but then you take a hard turn. Well, you take two hard turns. You have the kids walk yeah, out yeah. of whatever they're like, wherever they were talking about this Batman music shop episode, yeah. and they come out and they see a kid named Joel, <laughs> who's like this weirdly kind of like gay coded dude, who's like got this long hair and kind of has a lisp, and he's for some reason he's like in a department store window petting this mink stole that's on this fucking. <laughs> mannequin being all like oh i love batman i love his tight rubber suits i love how his his batmobile climbs up a wall and they're like fuck you joel and he's standing in front of a sign that says like schumacher's department store and i'm like jesus christ this guy really had it out for joel schumacher deservedly so just like this whole like like fuck you i'm so I'm surprised they just don't call him fag. It's that close. Because he's all lispy and he's all like, it's really like, it's not just they're making fun of his ideas, but it is like, because he's petting this like fetishy mink stole thing. And you're like, eh, I love that his tight rubber. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh my God. This is like, and like, I was tweeting about watching this on Twitter and people were like, oh, did, did, did you see where they make fun of Joel Schumacher? Like, how could anyone not? I can imagine anyone watching watching that not knowing who Schumacher is going, what the fuck was that character all about? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but after that, then they, they will cross the street and tell another story. Yeah. And this one's fucking, I, I, I've never really read much Frank Miller. This Batman is the greatest stuff. thing Frank Miller's ever done that he, cause he wasn't involved. I guess Frank Miller did see this and signed off on it, but yeah, I think it's the dark Knight returns specifically. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's his big trash can Batman. Yeah. Like fighting a bunch of like Mad like Max. A, a girl fucking... Robin. The, <laughs> the bad guy's got pointy, pointy nipples. Like daggers for nipples. I, I would love to hope that that maybe that wasn't even from the Frank Miller comic book, but they figured that was such a Frank Miller thing that he would add that yeah. to the thing. But well, it's weird too because the three of kids telling the story, one of them is a girl, 
And she's designed in this really weird way where she's got, like, lips and things. It turns out they based her design off of the female Robin that yeah. shows up in that comic. So the transition is from her talking about a Batman to suddenly she turns into the female Robin. Mm-hmm. Essentially almost like a little lesbian Robin almost. Not that she does anything in the whole short. She just kind of shows up and goes, hey, Batman. Batman shows she up, uses a slingshot like once or twice. Yeah, that's the funny thing is Batman's got this giant tank and like literally a tank and he's running over people and shooting people. Yeah. And I do love he, he marches it. He's in the tank mobile and he's blowing away all these people and he's like, they're rubber bullets. I promise. And he kind of like, I don't think he winks, but it's one of those things where you always think there's going to be a wink. Well, he says like, rubber bullets promise yeah and, it's, I mean, yo, and he's I mean, murdering yeah. all the motherfuckers it's just oh my god i mean did I'm, you reckon i mean how, there's a vo- another voice for you oh no what's they the, got yeah. him for one thing to voice batman in yeah this thing? who's it scanners michael oh bobby roberts on twitter mentioned that it's michael yeah. ironside yeah fucking one of the best b actors character actors from the 80s yeah Mm-hmm. Fucking love Michael. He's uh, they got Michael Ironside to voice Batman for eight minutes. He probably says like three. Things I was about in to say this. he literally has about three lines of dialogue. And they got Michael Ironside to do it. Uh, Michael Ironside had time. He had his, he had just had his arms ripped off on not... total on the set of Total Recall. <laughs> he had plenty of. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like. But yeah, I know. It's, so that somebody they could said... have brought in any actor to do that, but they got fucking Michael Ironside. Bruce Tim could have just done it for free, just kind of done yeah. the Michael Ironside impression. But no, they hunt hunted down Michael Ironside to have him come to a studio and said we they have got, three lines. They got all the Michaels for this episode. Michael Ironside, Michael McKee, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael. Bonaducci. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's knocking on the door and saying, hey, guys, you need to get out of there. We My- need to record voiceover for Space Jam. Yeah. Get out of there. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I need to time travel back to 1997 so I could spend the whole morning watching Batman the Animated Series mm. and go out to the theater and go watch Space Jam. <laughs> I could just die happy. All this beautiful this- Wonder- <laughs> Warner Brothers Travel animation. back, slap yourself in the face, and say, you know what you're missing. This is a golden time. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just... Oh my god. That's what we just talked about. Oh, I also love... Uh, this is not inherent to this episode, but uh, I also noted that Robin, which, you know, this is the design is actually from Frank Miller's comic book. Robin looks like Dexter from Dexter's Lab. Yeah. And once I thought that, I couldn't stop laughing. Because <laughs> I expect her to stand and go, Hello, Didi. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's just... It just is an experiment in style. That is a hilarious episode. And you did get to see Firefly, which is a enemy oh, yeah, that yeah. they couldn't use in the... The other show. Yeah, he burns down like a fucking movie theater or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. And Firefly, I don't know if they established Firefly anywhere else, but he's just an asshole with a flamethrower. Yeah, they, yeah that's really kind of it. Been other episodes of this. Yeah. And one last episode. One, one last episode. One big last episode. A piece of shit episode that no one likes. <laughs> it's called Mad Love. Mm-hmm. Which really doesn't do a lot. It's, 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 all, it's all about the Harley and the Joker. Mm-hmm. Mr. J. Yeah, their backstory it's really it's their backstory which is funny because i know now about this backstory from other media mm. uh because they talk about her backstory like in some of the you know the arkham yeah. games and stuff like that it's funny to see i didn't realize that this is where they first explained it not even on the original series but like when the series jumped to wb that's yeah. it's um so yeah it turns out harley was a psychiatrist named harley francis quinzel mm-hmm. she was a psychiatrist assigned to arkham asylum she was assigned to the joker the joker seduced her made her go crazy and that's kind of her whole backstory yeah yeah 
and still doesn't really explain why she loves the Joker so much. Well, she's broken. Uh, she is broken. I I, miss, I mean, I love the... In- and he's it, manipulative. It's kind of insinuated. She was you were already kind of a cracked soul even before she met him, and that yeah. he just kind of, like, found that weakness and really yeah. played to her, like, you know, vulnerabilities. And then and, and it's... I, I'm very curious to read the, the graphic novel. So what happened was Batman the Animated Series came out. This is... Uh, and they started making comics based off of the animated series, and Bruce Timm and Paul Dini did a comic about how Harley Quinn and, and Joker first met, and then they adapted that into this episode. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's a lot of story they got cut out or anything like that. Yeah, this, this, this is a brutal fucking episode. Yeah, how it's so? Really, like when the Joker punches her or shoves her out a window, yeah! and she lands and she says, it's my fault. Is it's that my we fault. see her in the episode? I didn't get the joke. Because I know a lot of people hold this up as like a really great episode. I wonder if those people are people who are like from like a broken home. No, I think or... this is a great episode, and I'm not from a broken home. I think it's a great <laughs> no, I'm episode. Not saying, I'm not saying you have to be from a broken home to think it's a great because episode, it, but it, like it sheds some light on that shit and that fucked up relationship. I and there are people who maybe saw this episode and was like, oh shit. That's my dichotomy with my partner or my parents. Well, that's I what I'm saying. I need to get fucking out of I've this. I've known people who not just thought that it was a great episode, but this is like their fucking Bible, practically. This is like, they hold this up as like one of the greatest like things ever produced. And like, in a way and that like... And the fact that it's a kid show. They fetishized this episode almost. To the like, fact that it's a fucking kid show. Yeah. And it's, and it's adult dysfunctional fucked up relationship. And not just dysfunctional, but it's fucking violent and... Yeah, <laughs> just does that how how is it that she ends up the how is it the joker ends up being redeemed in her eyes at the end oh he, he, sends, he sends her, her a, rose. a rose that's saying get well she's soon. like never again never and again she's attraction at the fucking end terrible she's got monster. like a broken leg and yeah. shit yeah she's like bugs bunny attraction she's yeah. gotten so fucked up by the joker i can't remember what the actual plot of this is like exactly it's what the, the f- one where the joker feels like he's losing his edge and oh that's Batman's right. like you're fucking predictable joker come on and he's like i'll use these plans no those won't work and, then uh, she's and the like, Joker kicks yeah, her out. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Well, no, she goes. Yeah, he kicks her out, and she goes to do she, it. Doesn't she literally get? Well, that's this the episode. Isn't this the episode where he's like after they bump into in, into Batman? Batman's like you're, you're losing your edge, Joker. Yeah. And Batman takes that, or Joker takes that to heart, and he's like drawing plans for a new fucking trap yeah. for Batman. And that's when Harley Quinn's like shows up yeah. in the fucking red the negligee, negligee, and yeah. it's all like, <laughs> ride your Harley. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. and he literally boots her on the ass. She lands like on her tits in the yeah. alley. And also, oh my god, uh, when she's, poor lady, when she's laying in the alley, getting after getting thrown from the window, she does have blood. Oh, she does in the corner of her mouth yeah i didn't even notice yeah know. so they they were breaking all the fox laws once they but i do love WB. that she decides to go and try to kill batman on her own and she she succeeds she, well she, as much as if, anyone else has if yeah batman hadn't known to manipulate her as well but i do love her plan it's just died. like because like the, it's it, she essentially takes the uh the joker's plan which is you know just to suspend uh yeah batman in a vat of uh piranhas have him getting eaten but like but the, the piranhas are frowning but if you he's upside down it Which works. I just love that twist. Yeah, exactly. And then suddenly, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 very cute. And of course, Harley Joker figures it out and shows up. Harley, he's <laughs> just like, I'm sorry about this, Batman. You know, I just it's kind of makes me a little sad that like so many people have such fucked up relationships that this speaks to so many people. Yeah. But I mean, that's good. It's better for this episode to exist than not exist and pretend the shit like this doesn't happen. But there's a lot of people who are like in their own Harley Joker relationships so mm-hmm. or have known people like that or have parents like that or like blah. but it speaks to a kind of grummy underbelly of 
life that you know a lot of people don't address even uh, full-grown adults and yeah. so for this to be I mean, like a theme of a cartoon episode is fucking amazing it had been a long time probably since i was you know my teens that i had watched this show and rewatching this this is a fucking good show man it's it is it's this fucking is fantastic even as an adult there's so many more nuanced shit to get in it and, mm-hmm. and i've only seen up. a quarter of these episodes yeah, you, you're missing a lot of really good episodes. I think out of, like, vaguely about 100 episodes. Are you going to watch more, you oh, yeah. think? Yeah. Maybe not, like, to, uh, as soon as during recording, yeah, I'm just no. going to mainline more. But yeah. I've got all the episodes now. Well, and people point you're the one who pointed out actually all the episodes are available on Amazon Prime. Oh, I And I've got a subscription that to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, how did you watch all this stuff? You oh, I, I give you episodes, yeah. yeah. So I've got hard copies of all the episodes, and it's also streaming online. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, I'll definitely sit down. Now that I've watched this Granted. much... There are some stinkers. Well, that's You're gonna find I've wa- some stinkers. It seems like I've watched most of the best episodes. So, but there are plenty of good to decent episodes to watch yeah, still. But I have to keep on putting up Kevin Conroy's voice all the time. <laughs> His <laughs> shitty, shitty <laughs> Batman. Oh, and that Joker. Oh. That goddamn Joker. Did they? They literally just today the new Telltale Batman game just launched. Do you know if that's uh, Kevin Conroy? And... I have no idea. Oh. I know that was it. The last Batman game, like it wasn't Kevin Conroy. And I was like. Last Arkham game? Yeah. I kind of sworn that was... It might have been Kevin Conroy. I know I it was remember. Joker, because they made a big deal out of... Yeah, uh, he was returning. Because, well, Mark Hamill said he wasn't going to come back as the Joker again, but they did bring him back. And actually, I do like the fact, because they killed off the Joker in the last well, game. I think he's the Joker in the, the the Dark Knight, whatever just came out. The one where Batman and Batgirl have sex for whatever God. Oh, the reason. Killing Joke. Yeah, oh, the Killing God. Joke. Yeah, we, as we record this, like two days ago, that Killing Joke animated adaptation came out. That is Kevin Conroy. Okay. They made a big deal out of the fact that they got the original cast, whatever surviving original cast for all those characters. I think it's. I think the guy who played uh, Commissioner Gordon is dead. So Commissioner Gordon and, and Alfred died within two months of each other. Like in real life? Yeah. Murder-suicide? Slow murder-suicide? Yeah, slow murder-suicide, <laughs> Bill. A lot, a lot of poison involved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it sounds like everyone says that. And speaking of Batgirl issues, that sounds like Hopefully, that is well, a piece of shit. The, maybe there'll be a fan in it. Well, it sounds like so. What what happened was they adapted this Killing Joke, but then put in a forty minute preface, so you could really just slot, just cut the thing in half, and you just have a straight up adaptation of the Killing Joke because the Killing Joke is only like a forty five page comic, yeah, and so it only turned into like a twenty twenty minute cartoon. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you just cut out the forty minutes of the bullshit at the beginning, you just have essentially it's a holiday special, yeah, except it's Batman, and you know. But yeah, no, Batman was serious. Pretty goddamn good shit. They had a lot of shit flying under the radar. Just a beautiful cartoon. It sounds, it sounds so... I'm going to sound like an asshole for a second. Yeah? So many times, people will say, you know, cartoons were better when I was a kid. And from your generation and mine, no, it wasn't. Because we grew up with, like, He-Man and Voltron and all these shitty, like, yeah. really cheap shit. That's... And we, but we say, like, oh, it was better when we were kids. But for anybody who was this generation, like Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, I don't know, Batman, Rubik's Cube was pretty. <laughs> this versus Rubik's Cube. Actually, one thing I I did find myself thinking, because uh, I I do think the animation in some of the cartoons I watched as a kid were better, mm. uh, depending on the cartoons, especially ones that are produced specifically in Japan and not just not just a sweatshop in Japan for yeah. an American studio, but like natively like the Littles Inspector Gadget. 
Although I need to go back and maybe watch some. Maybe it's yeah. not quite as good as I remember. I know. Remember and I'm the <laughs> funny thing is probably some of the, the studios that drew that stuff I remember so fondly as a kid are probably studios that worked yeah, on Batman probably. and probably did some of the best stuff in probably. this. And so I, I, I don't think Batman the Animated Series is as well animated as people who grew up with it remember it being. But I'd be very curious to go back and rewatch the stuff I grew up with but, after having but just you watched get to this compare and compare that too. to other shows on the ta- like the time, well, that's, like the yeah. Cowboys of Moo Mesa, where that just pure garbage. The Street Fighter anime, and I'm not series. even saying the animation is abjectly terrible in Batman no. the Animated Series. It's just lumpy, is all, because mm. you do have some great parts, but you do have some parts where like. <laughs> anatomy gets a little yeah, weird that's like, how wb but, was at the time yeah and like they didn't have the well again they didn't have the greatest resources despite this being an animated spinoff of one of the biggest it's movies like, in history when you fucking watch a it's... cartoon show and you see the opening and the opening is this gorgeous fucking animation and you're like man this show's gonna be awesome and then it comes on and dum, dum, yeah burp, burp, well it's even had well it, it really benefits from animaniacs and like that well they had so many people come uh, come over from not animaniacs from tiny tunes come over but even the fact that they were still allowed to fully score this mm-hmm. the the yeah. series with like oh, we didn't like talk tiny about tunes the music, and animaniacs the music in this music by awesome. shirley walker who uh she uh arranged a lot of uh, t- uh danny elfman scores and stuff uh yeah. and the main theme of the show is the danny elfman batman theme yeah, but heard, like i read he didn't want to do it until he found out it was going to premiere in prime time and then for some reason then he was like okay that's a great Fucker, idea you made the, the forbidden fuck? zone exactly you, you get the last person on earth who yeah fucking <laughs> pulling rank on like what what's like classy fucking media um, but yeah, Shirley Walker, like everything's like nicely scored. The Joker has his own I'm in, theme. I'm excited for you to hear the score for uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm because that shit. We'll, we'll we'll probably do that sometime fantastic. this fall, I would imagine. Yeah. Especially the closer we get to Halloween, maybe be, that'll be a September. Oh, spooky! That's why he's so spooky. Not spooky, Sub Zero. <laughs> but yeah, even like uh, Shirley Walker. Um, there's an anecdote in that art book where they talk about the, the the Laughing Fish episode. The animation came back from the studio, not that well. Uh, the animation wasn't that good, and mm-hmm. that's one. Of the, that's the studio they ended up wound up shit canning after a while, and so they really went to Shirley Walker and said, "Hey, the animation's not so strong, so we're really gonna have to rely on your music to really sell like a lot of the gags that are kind of falling flat because the animation didn't quite work out." And so she went to town, and that's actually I think that's one of the first big episodes that come. You have like a really good Joker theme, yeah, and it's just yeah, no, like. It, Given is, I, they they did have extra money for stuff like like big like full like original score for each episode, which not a lot of cartoons had in the day. But aside from that, they were still working mostly with the same tools that most other cartoon production studios were were working with. Do 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 do. Uh, <laughs> apologies, that's uh, my doorbell. It sure uh, is. Someone upstairs is dropping off a maybe it's the Joker dropping off a smiling fish. No. Um. But yeah, no. The, the the this production studio didn't necessarily have too many advantages that other production studios at the time, and they they made it legitimately is an animated classic. Yeah, and all, and, and it's it, it should stand the test of time because it's it's I did not watch it back in the day except for two or three episodes, and here we are twenty five years later, and and again the the intro to that art book they talk about how um they didn't want any kind of like really pop culture references or anything mm-hmm. in the show and that's part of the reason why they designed the show to be look so timeless it is as well or it's yeah. like a never never land of like 
well, it, technology it's and stuff. It's also really hard to make shit look and, timeless. But 25 years later, and they specifically talk about they want this to be a show that still, from a visual perspective and from a writing perspective, still stands on its, on its own 10 or 20 years later. And here yeah. we are 25 years later, and the show still beats the shit out of almost anything you see on Saturday morning. Well, then there's a really Saturday morning cartoons today. It's yeah. no Teen Titans. <laughs> Teen Titans Go is... Mm, Mm. But it's a different thing. What are you going to do? Not every show can be thing. the adventures of Gumball. Yeah. But, no, but it's... Fuck. Yeah, they did... Yeah, those those guys knocked that out of the park. Batman the Animated Series is, mm-hmm. is the real deal. And it is... As someone who grew up only knowing Batman as mostly a cartoon character, a little bit of the Adam West stuff, and who, you know, the, the, the big Tim Burton movies, the good Tim Burton movies came yeah. out uh right when i was a teenager this is the best version of batman that's ever been created mm-hmm. yeah batman his universe gotham everything it's just yeah, yeah. um it's I'm, kind of a, i mean it's kind of a bummer that it hasn't been surpassed yeah and i wish man like i said if if, if with technology and stuff that if they went back and even with the exact same character designs and the exact same cast if they could just pick up and start doing more episodes right now that'd be amazing but yeah. it'll never happen but it's yeah. i'm glad they had a couple good years there golden years of like and just that first season that first 65 episode run yeah. before, even before it got changed over to batman and robin and stuff just yeah. yeah they and it's really interesting to see that they intentionally they, they designed it to be this good like reading the making of, of, of about this series and about how they wanted to be timeless and they wanted to have it look this way and have it be kind of a relatively mature thing for kids and that just the ambition totally worked out for them and they made what they set out to do and it stands the test of time as a result of that. So. Good stuff. Anyway, we got another, another episode to record. Should wrap uh-huh. this up. Yeah. There's only so much dick sucking I can do about Batman right now. Next time... It's time for Steamboat Bill Jr. Everyone's favorite Everybody's version favorite. of Steamboat Bill. Every Oh, what? Well, yes. Is, is Steamboat Willie the Batman animated adventure? <laughs> yeah. Of... Steamboat Bill Jr. Not the not the Mickey Mouse cartoon. It's a movie nobody has seen, but you've all seen something from it. Yes. We'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Buster Keaton, specifically. Yeah. yeah. Just a little more information there. Yeah. Man, I'm a little... I'm usually more up and energetic at the end of these things, but, like, I'm really kind of like in this... I'm like, yeah, thank you guys for Batman. That was really cool. They even more... I had not gotten reflective about Batman until just now. I'm suddenly like, oh, that was a good Oh, Batman. Yeah. Thank you for everyone, yeah, yeah. all the 90s kids I know who've forever been like, you gotta watch Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> Finally did it. It was as good as you guys said. Yay! That's the highest praise I can ever give everyone was like, you're not totally focused smoking. Because, fuck, so much 90s shit is terrible. This and Space Jam, you guys are right. <laughs> And the Animaniacs. Animaniacs is pretty good. Animaniacs wasn't quite as good as everyone. I still had a well, good time. Also, you watched like the first couple episodes. You didn't cherry pick the best episodes. Like, That's true too. Batman. Yeah, Batman. Well, and there's also way less Batman than whatever was Animaniacs, so yeah. it's a little bit easier just to skim off the top and get the best stuff. But, but still, yeah. Yeah. I, now that we've done Animaniacs and Batman, are we obligated to go back and do Tiny Toons? Eventually, yeah. I want you and to watch Freakazoid. I want you to watch Freakazoid for sure. And uh, that's pretty much it. Then we gotta start like doing the Disney afternoon or the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. <laughs> yeah, we Fish like Police. I want to do Duck, not Ducktales. What? What didn't they do? Like a fucking evil, the yeah. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the Mighty Ducks cartoon. Oh god, it's bonkers. Yeah, bonkers. Ugh. That's what I'm thinking of. Anything I remember seeing back in the 90s that was on a SpaghettiOs can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go back and watch. Okay, okay, we gotta wrap this okay, up. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, yeah. We'll be back. We're on the Tardy of the Party podcast, tardypodcast.com. Oh. Email us at... Nope, don't email us because I never checked it. 
Did we have a t- did we have a one time an email address? Yeah, we have no, we have an email address. I never check it though. Oh, so there might be like we may have like it's our year end episode. Well, we we may have a year's we've worth mentioned of email it like that. twice. I, I don't okay. think people are, and plus, I don't think people are clamoring to get a hold of us. Email us at tardypodcast at trump dot com. Um, timely reference. I've ruined the episode. Now, yep. twenty five years from now, I was t- like, we were talking about it at the beginning how this good podcast you can it's timeless. And, but now it's not. Imagine if they had a villain that was just Ross Perot. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They could have easily done something like that. Now um, we'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Muttering on Twitter. The Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. We're all the places. Find us at tardypodcast.com. Yeah. Tell and your, if you like this episode. Tell your friends about us. Tell us, tell us about it, and uh, we'll probably be back talking about what, Mask of the Phantasm what, sometime. What's your favorite episode? Yeah, uh, heads up. Uh, don't email us. Don't God, do don't. That. Twitter at us. <laughs> Or post a link to us at Reddit where you also say, these guys talked about Batman the Animated Series. My favorite episode is blah, blah, blah. They fucking were fucking wrong about this. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. Honky lips. Do all those things. Yes. And until da, next time. Da, 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 da. Until <laughs> <laughs> next time. Keep filling those holes with pop culture. Take Bye, it. everybody. Take care, guys.